138. You want to make your... Oh, that's a Misfits song. Okay, there it is. There you go, Misfits episode. You big Misfits fan? Oh, growing up I was. I'm not convinced I've heard ever a Misfits song. Oh, really? The Misfits that... are like what the Ramones are to Boris are to me. Misfits were, um, what's his name? Danzig, right? Yeah. Okay, then I have heard at least one song of theirs. Danzig's a weird dude. Danzig is a weird dude. He's a weird, weird dude. Mother! That's, That's like his only like right single <laughs> for like being Danzig by himself. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Spanish Announce Table Podcast is the name of this program that you are listening to, this podcast. And uh, my name is Warren. Scotty is here. Brando is sick. So joining us, PWA Hall of Famer, Big Bad Boris. Do you really want a bad head with me? <laughs> Just holding that in, eh? <laughs> I've never really was a big Misfits fan either. Like, I mean, See, and I'm not really into like. There's a song or two that I don't mind. They're, but... they're punk, right? That's yeah, they're yeah. like classic punk. I've never been into punk music really, so that's probably why I haven't delved. I think into WCW that world. ruined the Misfits like they ruined everything else. <laughs> Did yeah, you, uh, that's kind of a weird, uh, weird crossover. They just there. got back together, didn't they? For I was going to say, yeah. shows? did you come? Did you go to the show when they were here? Did you no. come at the show? <laughs> I'm old. I'm an old man. I don't okay. go to shows. <laughs> Why do you look at me when you no say sense that? Because you're the oldest man I know. <laughs> no, I can't be older than your parents. How old are you? Forty. No, you're not older than my parents. Yeah, Shut up. You're close though. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Mr. Barris. Uh, Brando, if you're listening to this. Get better soon, my friend. I'm not entirely convinced that he did, didn't call in sick well, to work today. Was he just kayfabe And then uh, didn't want to come to do the podcast at work in fear of someone that would see him. But Didn't you do that voice. once? Or was it Brandel uh, that did that once? Brandel probably did it once. Yeah. Brandel's a paranoid guy like it that. It happens from time Well, I mean, that is a risky play. Yeah, well, very, very, very. But he, I don't know. I didn't really see him today, so I don't know if he was sick or not. He was just in his room the whole time. So, Godspeed, Brando. We have lots to talk about this week. I'm happy so. to see Scotty, though. I haven't seen Scotty yeah, in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen Boris in a while. We got like to do the IndyCast and uh, bust out that new microphone. Yeah. Give it a try. So, you know, quit fucking around. Yeah, I'll come over. I've tried that microphone already. Is it good? It's garbage. No, I'm just kidding. No? Oh. It's actually, it's all right. It's pretty good. Hey, for the price, it does the job. Warren Bears, you're just the biggest hero. I don't man. think that I've, uh, like, figured out how to use it properly yet. To, to maximize yes. its microphone-ness? But uh, we'll try it out. Maybe we'll get Colton Kelly. He likes to talk about stuff. Yeah, that's a good way to break things in too. Is just unleash Colton Kelly. Yeah, see if it if it can handle up. that nonsense. Then you know, <laughs> his ramblings. Uh, yeah, lots and lots to talk about. So let's uh, let's breeze through. I got nothing, like literally nothing to talk about in my week. So I, I bought the new Pokemon. Okay, there we go. Let's talk about Pokemon. Too bad Brando's not here because Brando, believe it or not, actually bought that Pokemon? game too. Well, uh, when I'm not here, there's way too much fucking liquor and video games. <laughs> like that's not. I'm a all liquored up right thing. now, boards. You don't even know. Like what the fuck is Overwatch? I don't even know what that is. And like it's game of the year, sir. Uh, I played like 50 hours of it, and like okay, why, why not? Okay. I, I'd say that you've contributed more Pokemon Go talk than anyone on this show, though. That is true. You are the big Pokemon. There's Go a guy. special uh, double <laughs> XP and uh, double. Uh, 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 Stardust going on for American Thanksgiving. Oh. It's pretty exciting. Oh, that's cool. Good old happy American Thanksgiving, that's all right. our Thanksgiving listeners. Uh, yeah. Actually, it's Misgiving. That's, okay, happy Misgiving, everyone. In the, is that a Miz guy thing? No, it was a no, SmackDown thing. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, you know the, the guy who's that, in charge of recap. <laughs> the show that recap. 
That That's happened. okay. I got this. I watched the SmackDowns. <laughs> there was a lot of wrestling to watch, man. By SmackDown there was, Day, man. It was, it was a good weekend, though. Really good weekend. It was quite a week slash weekend. Uh, Boris, you want to talk about an email that we got last week, too? Right? Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Calgary Stampede are dominating victory in the Western Final. Yes, they're in. The, they're going this in the cup. weekend. It's going to be an awesome weekend of uh, I don't think action and action. I don't think I've cared less about a Grey Cup game. Let's go Red Blacks. That's because you suck at everything. Because it's Calgary and then Ottawa who eliminated the Eskimos. So I'm like, I don't give a, I don't want either of these teams to win at all. My team is the worst in the CFL the whole year. That said, uh, the Stampeders are going to destroy them. It's not even going to be a good game to watch. I have been a Calgary sports fan way too long to count any chicken before it's oh, hatched. Oh, you so can we, count we these got, no, chickens. No, I'm not counting nothing. Bo Levi, man. Bo Levi. That guy's amazing as a quarterback. That's why we play the games. It's time to play the game. You'll see. Uh, yeah, the email about uh, recasting The Office with WWE yeah. characters I thought was quite interesting. I was tie. listening to it in my car, actually. You're a big Office, Mark. I'm a huge Office fan. And I kind of I agree with some, but I disagree with others. Uh, my Michael Scott would be Vince McMahon, and my Dwight Schrute would be Triple H, because what does Triple H always want? Triple H wants to run the company. He wants That's Vince's fair. job. That's true. So, yeah. I just don't know if Vince has the comedic timing. Required to be a Michael Scott is the biggest. Maybe he'd thing. be a different kind of Michael Scott. Maybe he does have the racism. We've seen that come through in his character on TV. That's true. So they could do that aspect of it. Maybe he'd be more of a David Brent than a Michael Scott. Uh, I will say when Ty tweeted us uh, his picks, the pick of Ron Simmons as Stanley, it might be the best one that I yeah, saw out so of funny. anyone's. That. Yeah. Like just picturing him there and rolling his eyes and saying "damn" at everyone is is great. So I want baby in a manger Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good show. Good email. Um, we got lots of those at the end of the show today too. Oh, uh, that's my favorite part, including one that I. Here's a nice tease for you. I did not think that we would see an email like this come into this program ever. Does it say how but terrible you guys are? Oh no, 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 no. How terrible I am. We get those all the time. We just don't. Yeah. Read them. No, I'm just kidding. We don't get those that often. Got his hair. Uh, anything else you want to talk about from the past week? Uh, no, just uh, lots of prep this past or this week for the big shoe yeah. on Saturday. So that, uh, that's a big deal. Oh, and up. my car battery died, so I had to buy it. Oh, that's... I was worried it was something else, but switched the old battery, started like a champ. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like your starter or my alternator, whatever that is. Your ignition. Sure. Um, it's, it's a good time to do that because I had the same thing a couple of years ago or right before it got really cold, my battery died. And then I didn't have to plug that thing in all winter just because it's such a fresh battery that it, it keeps itself going. So so the timing was good. Yeah. Well, good on you. There you go. Uh, Scotty, anything else you want to talk about? No. You want to talk about Pokemon? Who's you, who'd you pick for your starter? Litten. Is that the owl? No, that's a cat. Rowlet's okay. the owl. Brando picked the owl, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I picked the cat. I think. I heard a rumor in the new year they're adding like the second gen Pokemons to Pokemon Go. I don't know if that means anything really? to anybody. Cool. I don't know what that means. I would but... come back for that. That's the Pokemon from Silver and Gold. Yeah. Magikarp. That's where it ended for me. Was silver and gold. That was last, that the was... last good one, Warren. Don't care about it. How many Pokemon are there now, including this new game? Like, how many Pokemon are in this game? This newest one. Oh, in this new one? Yeah. Uh, not all of them. But how so many are there in general yeah. now? There's like six fifty. Jesus. Makes me feel maybe old. almost seven hundred. It's a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, remember are, when you could name of... all of them when yeah. you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there a lot of uh, originals in this new game? No, there's variants. Okay. So, like, Vulpix is, like, an ice Pokemon here. In this region, oh, a lot of yeah. Pokemon are, like, it's, like, you know Diglett? Hmm. Diglett has hair now. Right. My wife thinks that Diglett looks like a penis. I think it a lot it of does people, look like a penis. A lot of people think that. 
because uh, it's all like Hawaiian themed, right? That's yeah. the idea is that these are oh, Hawaiian man. islands. It's like kind of offensive in a Samoan kind of way. There's a uh, there's a Bret Hart kind of offensive Simone. in a Samoan okay. kind of way. Is it Ric Flair? Flat T-shirt idea number six four five seven. Is it Ric Flair or is it Bret Hart who says, "To beat the man, you got to beat the man." That's Ric Flair. Okay, okay first that, of all, it's to be the man. There's so much wrong with that sentence. Yeah. How you man, could you even think that anybody other than Ric Flair ever said that? that was Rick, was you Bret don't know anything about wrestling. Thing. Second of all, it's not best to beat was, the man. You got to beat the man. Shut up, Warren! I'm talking. It's to be the man, you got to beat the man. Oh, okay. That's I, in, I apologize, Warren. That okay. was an outburst. I screwed it up. Anyway. That line of dialogue is in Pokemon, Sun and Moon. Well, that was oh. a lot of work just to get that in there. Rick Flair. Yeah, sorry, guys. This. Sorry I had to ask a question that I thought would have been a fun discussion. I'm but no, I mean, as fuck a, me, as pick a, on Scott. As a wrestling podcast host, do you think you might know that that belongs to Rick Flair? I wonder what Brando would have said if he was I fucking, I feel like Bret Hart said, Brando would have been like, Best there is. Scotty. Best there was. Na-na-na. Best there ever will be. That oh. was Bret Hart. Okay. Yeah, maniac. Um, Moving on. Anything else you want to talk about? Or we no. wanna... Now, I always forget this, and Brando sets me straight. So do we do the news first, or do we recap the weekend first? Let's do news yeah, first. Yeah, I think do the news first. Okay. That's just what I think. I don't know what the I, rule That's fine by is. me. I'm, I'm... Why don't we, let's do news. Fair game. And then let's just go. Chronological. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Boom. All right, here we go. And now... Spanish announced table news. So because Brando bailed on us rather late in the day today, uh, I have nothing for news. My second favorite part of last week's show was when uh, Scotty talked over the SmackDown music bed. <laughs> and you're like, the music's going, nobody can hear what you're saying. <laughs> oh, it's pretty we good fucked up on that like three times in a row where we talked over the bed. Have you explained to like the, the people who listen that... That we're in separate rooms. Yes. You're in one room, and yeah. Scotty's in another room, and we can't hear any of the music. Yeah. yeah. So right now you can't hear that it's saying "dig diggity dog." Yeah. Even though it didn't. Just I miss, miss it. I miss the drops too. Uh yeah. Well, one day they'll come back if we ever get out of this hellhole fishbowl that you guys are in over there. I feel like I'm looking at the zoo. It is kind of zooish. Yeah. Which side of the class are we on, though? I think we're the spectators, because Warren's, like, doing his thing in his little habitat, and he operates the boards. <laughs> sure. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, this just so got weird. Boris graciously offered to bring in news. Uh, no, well, not really graciously. I said, should I bring in some news if I have time? And you said, even if you don't have time. <laughs> so the godfather of Sadpod basically uh, threatened me with a horse Scott, you have a couple things, too, right? Yeah, I got one thing. You want to go right. first? Or no, I got two things. You guys figured uh, out. Both first. Ring of Honor related. Lay me, uh, lay the news on me. Lay me, <laughs> lay me, lay me the news. Lay me the news. <laughs> uh, Will Osprey made his debut in the UK for Ring of Honor. Okay. And he won the TV title off Bobby Fish in his first match. But, but, I don't have a but. Scotty doesn't know the but. Is it who he's facing at Final Battle? Well, no, didn't he already lose it? I thought he still had it. No, I think he lost it to Skrull. Oh, he already dropped it to Skrull. Shit. I believe that there was two title changes. Oh, wow. I may be mistaken, but uh, yeah. So, both the UK guys who've like debuted for them recently and recently signed have won the TV title. That's cool, though. That's cool that they're doing things with these new guys, right? Fresh yeah. look for the 
Will Osprey's been like the hot thing in like indie yes. wrestling this year. Same yeah. with Marty Skrull. Uh, you guys were talking last week about Osprey and his potentially going to WWE. Uh, apparently, he is really, really beat up to the point where he might not be able to pass a test. Apparently, oh, wow. he has a litany of things that are wrong with him. So he may not be long for this business, That's let alone good. going to WWE. Hmm. He looked banged up at the Ring of Honor shows. Even though he won like matches, he still looked in rough shape. Uh, the second one is that Steve Carino, when his contract expires in the spring, will be leaving Ring of Honor to go to WWE and do commentary for NXT. So I know the name, but I don't really know. Like, what is Steve Carino to ROH? Uh, Steve Carino is a ECW heavyweight champion uh, who was like also wrestled in Japan a bunch. Um, he ran the or he used to be Kevin Steen's manager. Okay. And like he was the guy who taught Kevin Steen how to be like evil and malicious. And they had a, a group faction called Scum. I remember Scum that had yeah. Matt Hardy in it, right? Yeah, Scum. Yeah. Steve Carino was the heart of Scum. Okay. Kevin Steen was the face. So he's coming to WWE to be on screen? Yeah, to be a commentator. Oh. He's going to lighten the workload for Corey Graves. Because Corey Graves is working like every fucking show. Well, that's what actually what I was thinking over the weekend is that now that both those NXT commentators are on the main roster. Are we going to see a switch? Like, do we just do the same thing that we did before and say, Kate, you're up to the main roster now, and here's two new guys? They should send David Otunga down. Yes, they should. They should just fire him. Just release him. Get the hell out of here. You are awful. The way I understand that story is he can't officially talk to them about anything until December 31st when his contract ends, and then he may be going there to be a trainer at the Performance Center. Oh, really? But again, if there's no reason why he couldn't do both. Well, they just publicized, so there was a thing on .com about him being there for a tryout. I mean, it could be a tryout as a trainer. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't say what it was disclosed yeah. as, so. I mean, there's no reason he couldn't do both, and I really enjoy his work on ROH TV, but I don't think that that style of what he does would work in on NXT, but at the same time, he could change up what he does, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As well as I think NXT could also use a little bit of a change up. Yeah. Because it seems like NXT is still cool, but it's nowhere near as hot as it was like a year ago. It's just been such a purge of guys. Well, you have to understand what the purpose of NXT is. Yes. I mean, yes, it's there to be a standalone brand and it's there to make money and, and do all that stuff. But it's also there to do what it's been doing, which is establish people, teach them the ways so they can move up the food chain. Yeah. There's going to be, I think, peaks and valleys in NXT. And right now we're in a bit of a valley, but... Because it all goes in cycle. That's how development is, or even, like, developmental teams in, like, any sports league. And once, league. you know, there's the next crop of indie guys who get to that level, then I think we might see it kind of peak again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, NXT people making their debut, Curry, uh, Crazy Mary Dobson made her in-ring debut at an NXT Who show. did she? What they call her? I didn't read it on the card. Hmm. I just know that I saw the photo of her there. And did she look crazy? Yeah, she, looked like she wore this exact same stuff minus the hockey mask. Cool. Like her makeup was the same. Her it, it could be that like it's a house show, so she doesn't have to get new gear yet or anything like that. Like right, ah, just rustle what you got. So sweet, Boris. What do you got? Uh, Mr. David Meltzer has some more information on Bill Goldberg and his deal going forward. Apparently, he is now willing to wrestle for the amount agreed upon for Survivor Series. As often as Vince wants him to, but Vince has to meet that price. Uh, his contract is apparently open-ended. 
So not a set amount of dates yeah. necessarily. Just whenever they want to use them, they can, but they know that they have to pay them X amount. Yes, they may as well just take all that money and piss on it and then light it on fire. You just burn it. But, just um, sour. Uh, apparently, they're also working on a WWE 24 special for Goldberg, which I will watch just because those 24s they've done yeah, they're are really all good. very, very well done. Rumors abound of The Undertaker challenging WWE champion AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble, provided that he can rehab from his hip surgery in time. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to be, because they did that whole thing setting up going into Survivor Series where Taker said that if you guys lose, then I'm coming for you, or whatever he said. So I was thinking that it could have, like, AJ makes sense because he's the, the captain. Yeah. He let the team down. But I also wondered if they might do Dean because Dean came out and turned or helped the Shield destroy AJ and kind of, Hurt his team's chances. Yeah, but then didn't you got to turn, but... turn Dean, though. True. That's true. I mean, you don't have to, but. It would be better that way. And, hey, there's nothing wrong with that idea because I think that he's done as much as he can as well, a baby Well, we're going to talk about that when we get to the And the best down. of him is yet to come as a heel, in my opinion. Uh, okay, Ring of Honor returns to pay-per-view on December the 2nd for final battle at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Card lineup so far is... Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly for the ROH Championship. That'll be good. This match I'm very excited about for the television title, Marty Skrull versus Will Ospreay versus Bobby Fish versus Dragon Lee. Good Dragon Lee's from CMLL. Dragon Lee is from CMLL, and he's awesome. Uh, Young Bucks versus the Briscoes for the tag titles. The finals of the six-man tag team championship tournament, Leo Rush, Jay White, and Kushida versus the New Kingdom. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal, Jushin Lager versus Silas Young, and Colt Cabana versus Dalton Castle. Cabana turned on Dalton Castle on ROH TV last week, and it was done very well. I yeah, quite, it was good. I quite liked it. Uh, details on 2017 WrestleCon. Uh, it's going to be split among two hotels, the Higher Regency in Orlando, where all of the uh, autograph sessions and Q&As and that kind of thing will be. The Wyndham Resort will be set up as a 1,400-seat arena with elevated bleachers for eight separate live wrestling shows and the WrestleCon Super Show. Warren, I don't know anything about UFC. Tell me about Conor McGregor. Uh, he's a very popular fighter. Is he the one who's kind of a dick? Yeah, he's yep. fucking mouthy. He's do a people, mouthy little Irishman. Do people like him, though? Like, is he popular uh, yeah. or is he popular very, because he's Very, very, very popular. Good uh, fighter? Obviously, in Ireland, his hometown uh, or his home country is massive, but... Uh, yeah, he's a good fighter. He's lost once in the past year, but then came back and destroyed the guy that beat him. So, uh, Apparently his agent said that he would think about an offer from WWE. Which, hey. I don't know like that means to wrestle or to do like a like a WrestleMania thing or whatever. I don't Either know. way, I think there's there's money to be made off of him. But like, there's a buzz about this guy that like I know who he is and I follow UFC, so I assume that crossover would be somewhat successful. He knows how to sell a fight. He knows how yeah. to push buttons. He knows what to say in front of a camera to make people want to buy the fight. He, it's, it is wrestling in MMA is what he is, 100%. So that would be a really good fit, in my opinion, <laughs> if he did make that transition to the WWE. Uh, December 6th, the true story of the Royal Rumble DVD will be released, which I'm looking forward to. Have we been told a lie our entire lives? <laughs> What's the true fib. story? The true story. Well, we're about to find out on December 6th. <laughs> all right. At DVD stores everywhere. Uh, Shelton Benjamin posted to Twitter that he is still planning on returning to WWE yes. once he's healed up 
from his rotator cuff surgery. Thank God. Uh, Goldberg is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Apparently, Brock Lesnar will also be in the Royal Rumble is the, the story going around. So maybe that will be the booking tool used to move towards their match at Wrestling Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, SportsIllustrated.com has some more news on the 30 for 30 on Hall of Famer Ric Flair. It will be called Nature Boy and will have a spring or summer 2017 release. That'll be good. Uh, during Monday night's authentic untold story of ECW that was on the uh, WWE Network after Raw, uh, they noted that the ECW, oh my God, most controversial moments uh, DVD that was shelved in favor of the Randy Orton DVD was going to be released on the network for uh, on demand is what I'm trying to say. Yes, but it's already it's it already is up a, there now. Yeah. I've watched it. It's quite well done. It was a great trip down memory lane and a lot of fun. What did you think? I mean, we might as well talk about it now rather than at the end of the raw. What did you think of that untold story? I mean, it was it was cool to see those guys talk about. You know, I mean, for you, stuff. Yeah, I mean, you probably knew most of the stuff and had heard most of the stuff because ECW yeah. was. I have a unhealthy obsession it. with that. Right. Um. So, I mean, it's just, you know, content for the network, and I understand that. But it was kind of cool trip down memory lane. And it was cool to see, like, Taz hasn't been around for, yeah. for a while yeah. to talk about stuff like that. They made fun of Taz so much. That was great. And was I, quite roasted him. I quite enjoyed the FedEx story. Yeah. That because that good. is such a Kurt Sorokin thing. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris Rockin <laughs> is the owner slash promoter of the PWA, and that's very much a Kurt thing. Yeah, so when he told that. that story, I was giggling. But yeah, it was. It, I wish it would have been longer. And me too. I thought like when it ended, it felt like it went by super quick. Like well, I was... everything that they do is just such a like a lot of their their original programming, like that story time thing. It's like yeah, that was super minutes. quick. Yeah. Like, it seems like they want content, but they just want to do it, like, just little short yeah. things. I, I, I don't yeah. know. Like, give us a half hour. They have their their live stream in half hour or hour blocks. So, you know, instead of doing something for 15 minutes and then showing Masters of the Mic five times, hmm. do a half hour show of something. I don't know. I was uh, I was super impressed with the ECW thing, though. Like, I really, really liked it. And going into it, I wasn't sure... If I would care about it, I started watching it and was like, holy shit. Like, within the first five minutes, there was three things that I had no idea. The music thing blew my mind that he straight up just, we didn't pay for it. Oh, yeah. We just played the Metallica song. Like, that, if you tried to do well, that I, now, you would get yeah, but eviscerated. That's, yeah, that's just it. I mean, but, it's such a different world in yeah. terms of yeah, music especially like rights and licensing and things like that. Early to mid-90s, like, nobody was really thinking about copyright shit like that. I, I just, I always wondered. I was like, how did the fuck did they afford to pay, especially Metallica, because well, from what I've heard. There's so many yeah. ACDC songs in fucking ECW. And uh, it's I mean, just we crazy. live in a day now where... Uh, I a lot of times don't use the entrances for PWA videos that go up on YouTube because even the background music. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we'll get the video gets flagged. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I enjoyed it. I really like that ECW thing. Uh, the shooting on Taz was great. <laughs> I like how Bubba's kind of like the funny guy in the group. Like it was always him making jokes and stuff. He's great in shoot interviews too. And like they were legitimately having fun there too yeah. because they would start telling stories and then they'd laugh and Corey would try and reel them back That's in and they just keep they going and going. For, you know, like, I agree. Uh, you know, an hour. hour and it hour. ended with a really real moment too. Like Paul Heyman's single tear streaming down his face while Tommy Dreamer yeah. is blubbering right beside him. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I really like that. Tommy cries a lot. And I kind of assumed that he was kind of that guy. Oh, but yeah. Tommy cries. I don't think yeah. Heyman does very He's much. the innovator is... of Krylance. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, wow. Question for you, Boris, because they said, uh, oh, this is the Mount Rushmore of ECW. Who's your top four or five guy? There's a statue to ECW. It's really hard to do because, I mean, there's a lot of people who did a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of. But in your heart, who's your five go to? Shut the fuck up and let me explain. There's a lot of people who played different parts and brought different things to the table. But, I mean, if you were to have a Mount, I mean, for me, I mean, Heyman, but we take him out and we just put in, like, the talent, the performers. Yeah. You got to have Sabu. You got to have Van Damme. I think you got to have Sandman. And then there's, you know, you got to have Taz. Who's that fifth one? I don't know. There's a lot of, like, you, you could have Raven, but Raven wasn't there very long. There's a, I mean, it was there for a while, but. New Jack? Dudley's? Again, Dudley's were there for a while, but they left. New Jack. Yeah. He's I don't a know. psycho. Candido? I don't, I don't know about New Jack. Candido was there for a while. Lance Storm was there it's for tough. a good bit. It's really tough, man. No, he wasn't? That fifth, no, he was. But no, that fifth guy, it's, it's really. Why'd you roll your eyes then? You shut up. About me rolling my eyes when you mentioned last one. Um, out there now. It's hard. It's really hard to, to for me to narrow down that fifth guy. Yeah. I kind of racked my brain a little bit about that. Yeah, it's tough. Very. I didn't even mention Dreamer. Dreamer's nope. got to be the fifth That's guy. That's true. There you go. You're wearing a Dudley's uh, T-shirt today there, Mr. Warren Barris. It has peanut butter stains all over it because I was a little sloppy with my bagel this morning. A bagel's just a donut that's not trying hard enough. That's true. Uh, can I continue? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Uh, High Spots, uh, their network uh, has uh, announced they have an ECW Focus series titled Legends of Extreme that will be premiering on Wednesday. Uh, first episode is going to feature Todd Gordon, the Sandman, and Mikey Whipwreck, and we'll look at the early days of ECW. If you want, if you like that. Uh, uh, the authentic, untold, whatever the fuck it yeah. was called. Watch the uh, the oh my god thing. It was it's a lot. I think of fun. I watched the first one. I think I own the first one even. The w what the WWE one? Yes. Because yeah, they did one for volumes, WWE. Right? They did one for WCW, and then this one oh, is okay. volume three. Must be thinking. But yeah, something. really good. I have ECW most violent matches. It's two hours eighteen minutes of traveling through and enjoying. Mm. The nostalgia, or for maybe I, you guys, some stuff you know you seeing for the first time. I also had no idea that they were running like prime time evenings during the week. Like I just assumed that it was a Saturday at eleven o'clock start time. That well, that's, that's how they got away with it. Too. That but, was just one specific channel they were talking yes, about. Yes, 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 yes. But, but even still, so, like to anywhere, think that any any yeah. network was broadcasting that at six o'clock at night. I know, like how they were talking about. They must not have known what the fuck we were doing. Because... <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Okay. Anything I else? I could talk about ECW for hours. Scotty, anything else? That pop, pop in uh, would you guys think of story time? I kind of like story time. I thought it was kind of okay. cool. I don't know what they why, way better than Camp WWE. Well, yeah, absolutely. Why they have this fixation with like anything they do that's animated has to be sort of more adult themed. I find that kind of weird. But uh, yeah, I dug it. Me too. It, it felt like shoot interviews, like fun part of shoot interviews, just animated. If you cut out a part of a shoot and just like, oh, let's put it like animation to it. Uh, that Dudley Boys one's the best of the ones. Oh, no, that, that one was really yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> Ron Simmons one was okay. Sure. Uh, what was the other one? Jake the Snake Roberts. That was pretty decent. Yeah, that was a good one too. Oh, and then Ric Flair one. Apparently, they took out one of that they did of like Triple H and Scott Hall and X Pac at a hmm. at a, like a Denny's or something. I'm sure that like, they were all wasted or something. But like, I guess they went and animated it and then decided not to show it. Or oh no, they showed that. 
Did they? Yep. Did I miss that one? Yeah, that's in the middle there. Oh. Maybe yep. I'm crazy. All right, uh, let's go. NXT TakeOver Toronto. The show uh, did not sell out, apparently. It was a few thousand short of a sellout. Really? Which is disappointing to me. I figured because it's in Canada, first real NXT, other than like a few yeah, house I shows here and there. sold out as well. Uh, yeah, it did not, which is super unfortunate. But the crowd that was there was tremendous. I thought they were uh, really good. And they got a good product in front of them as well, which is nice. First match of the night, brilliant decision to put these guys on first. Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Uh, they went 16 minutes, 28 seconds. Bobby Roode with his entrance and the choir that supposedly featured Sasha Banks. Did you guys see that she tweeted that she was in the choir? I don't know if that meant that she was just singing backstage or what it was. but Oh, oh I no, I that. didn't see that at all. Yeah, she tweeted that she that was. That was a cool entrance, though. Really cool. Really good. Uh, he's just so over. And, like, it's amazing. It blows my mind. Uh, Bobby Roode goes over Ty Dillinger in that. And, like I say, it was 16-28. Fans super into both guys here, cheering uh, both of them pretty much. There was that one really cool spot where they had uh, Ty Dillinger. I think it was just, like, a sequence, like a few hip tosses, whatever. And Bobby Roode was begging him for mercy and putting his hands up, like, yeah. stop, stop. Yeah. But he was doing the 10 sign. And I, that's kind of where the whole 10 chant started for the weekend, I think, was when, when that happened. And from then on, for the the at TakeOver, Survivor Series, Raw, not so much on SmackDown. There well, was SmackDown a little was bit. in a different place. So. Uh, but, yeah, they, were, they would just chant yeah, 10 every time. I think Ty every got time. The, big, uh, the big rub for the weekend. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was good. It wasn't great. I think that it being the first match and the crowd being super hot, Kind of helped it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, like I'm not saying anything bad about it, but it, like it wasn't blow away, but it was it was good. Yeah. Um, interesting decision that they let Ty stay out there and get the curtain call, so to speak, for lack of a it better was term. The hometown. Kind yeah. Of thing. It just it just felt so much like a like the Sami Zayn. I don't. I didn't think so. I. It was the exact same thing. They gave him the ring. He waves to the crowd. Everyone cheers, and he walks off. So no, I, I just think that... it was a hometown thing. It wasn't. A, I'm going. Anywhere. Yeah, I thought that that's what it was. I figured they would, if you're going to call a guy up, and that would have been the perfect week to do it, considering how over that chant was. But uh, we'll talk about what they're doing with him when we do uh, NXT from this week a little later on. The final of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic was next, Authors of Pain, taking on TM61. Let's not forget that Paul Ellering was suspended above the ring in a shark cage. They had this, like, full-on crane that, yeah, but you under you get massive. that though, right? That he used to that it's in his past, right? Isn't no, no, no. But before? you understand that crane. What do you mean? It's the toy that they're hawking. It looked exactly yeah. like oh, the yes. toy that yeah. they're hawking. Yeah, well, they like showed that later kind, on. Uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. Sells yeah. I was like, oh, that's why you guys are Because I thought this that match. thing was like a pretty heavy duty looking thing. I was like, holy fuck, they're not yeah. fucking around with this. But then I saw it, I'm like, okay, it's like, yeah. It was used quite early too. Uh one of the TM sixty one guys did a like a senton almost swanton over the top. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, like a pretty good match. It was okay. It Better than good. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I don't have any problem with it. I mean, I don't like the fact that uh, they they cheated to win, obviously, with the chain. And mm -hmm. then, like, two minutes later, after they cheat to win, like, Triple H and Goldust are in there, and they're paying homage to... Well, they I, didn't, know, I just thought that was kind of weird. They, didn't, they tried to cheat because they didn't actually hit them with the chain. Oh, they didn't? Remember, he went to hit him with the chain, he blocked it, and the chain ended up in, like, the third row in the crowd. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they didn't actually cheat. Oh, they okay, tried well then, to and then pinned them right, clean I afterwards. Uh, I take it back, Warren. Authors of Pain Leave are still alone. really, really green. 
Like it, yeah. I, as as leading into this, I was like, you could probably call these guys up and they'd be okay. But I think that no. it's best no, to keep green. them down there. They got a lot to learn. They're good, and I think Ellering being there helps them out a lot. They're but, good at what they need to do, but they, they, yeah, they still got a lot to learn. Um, it, it just it blows my mind that these guys win this tournament because of injuries. Because I, even though we were saying that we we both thought that it was, or we all thought that it was going to be Aries and uh, Strong would be in the final, uh, but then we were trying to figure out why they would put them in the final. Against uh, that would have been authors of pain, I guess would have come from the other way. But I honestly think that the original, well, like at the start of the tournament, the original plan for the final match was supposed to be Aries and Strong versus uh, uh, Ibushi and. That taught me Kenta, yeah. Um, but then that injury happened, yeah. and that caused a ripple, and then Aries got hurt, so neither team was in the final, which is that would crazy. Have been a sweet match too. It would have been. Yeah, and they, they, really they were teasing the the Aries and uh, why can't I never think of his WWE name? What's wrong with me? Tommy? Tommy? Yeah, Tommy. They were teasing that leading into it, so that would have made sense to have that kind of come to a head. But... So for all the indie name shaming you've done to I know. <laughs> I know. Get him Fucking... back, Scotty. Kenta? Ibushi. Yeah, the yeah, what you the hell, there, guy? Because Ibushi's named Koda, and then, I don't know, it just it fucks with me. Kenta and Koda? Yeah, it's weird. Sounds uh, like a sitcom. Third match is He's the messy one. The I'm the clean one. Match of the night. It is the tag team championship match. Best two out of three falls. Team ha- no hashtag DIY uh, taking on the revival. Revival gets the first pin, uh, and then the uh, DIY takes the next two. And this was a really really good match. Like I was saying to Brando. So many of my contenders for match of the year are going to involve either DIY or the revival or both of them in the same match yeah, because they just have such good chemistry. Yeah, it was just as good, if not better, than the last one. Yeah, they yeah. stole in the show two takeovers in a row. Like, I love, this is match of the night for sure. I loved the finish. I loved that they were both there and kind of holding hands and telling each other not to pin or to tap, and then they both tap at the same time. Uh, yeah, everything about this match was just it, five stars. Five stars. Great storytelling. Yeah. Minus five stars. And the moment of them winning it was really cool. Like, the crowd is did super into them. Did you shed one single tear like Paul Heyman? No, I did not. Did you um, throw your hat? But I liked it. It was it was, uh, it was was cool to see them get the win. Uh, then we go into the uh, singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Asuka taking on Mickey James. Uh, Mickey, Mickey did better than I thought she would. Yeah, she yeah. was okay. I mean, it wasn't this wasn't blow away or anything. Like it wasn't great, but it was solid. No, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, she did what she needed to do. Um, I like she came out to her old music mm-hmm. and not some bullshit she sang. Hardcore country. Thirteen oh seven. Can we go out went. to that song tonight? <laughs> no, okay, sure. Oh, We're going out to uh, hardcore country. Jeez. Oscar <laughs> picks up the win via submission. I thought Mickey tapped super quick. I don't know if that was a decision or what. Why they wanted to do that, or if that just happened, because I don't know. Anyways, it just felt like Mickey she wanted to get home really, to the baby. Really um, but anyways, yeah, Trish was backstage for this. I'm glad they didn't bring her out. I at at first I thought, oh, maybe you bring her out and have her do. No, 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 keep her in the back. Keep her in the back. I don't need to see her pregnant. That's weird. That would that ruin it for? Sickening. Would that ruin Trish for you? No, it wouldn't. Uh, uh, Mickey event. went to shake hands, and Oscar didn't but, do it. Yeah, just held up the title. I like that. I like that Oscar's not really a heel necessarily. She's just all about the prize. She is the women's prize fighter, so to speak, which is fine by me because she is arguably the best wrestler that they have in that company. Yeah. 
She's the best woman wrestler probably in all of WWE. Uh, then the main event, Small Joe taking on Shinsuke Nakamura for the NXT Championship. 20 minutes and 12 seconds this went. And way better than the first time these guys were together. Well, I think I, the first time the blood really kind of fucked up the pacing yeah. of everything. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a meh match, but this one was really, really, really good. Uh, and Samoa Joe wins his championship back. Hawaiian that John shocked could not the believe it. Hell out of me. Did not see that coming at all. Uh, but yeah, really, really good match. I like that they introduced the steps and then made you forget about it and then worked it into the finish anyways. And it, it was perfect because as he's like, once he hit that on the steps, I'm like, Shinsuke can't kick out of this because he was out injured from that move for two weeks. And then he hit the muscle buster. I'm like, holy shit. Like, it was this, this weird step of like, are they going to do this? And then when he hit the last move, you're like, holy shit, they really are. And then he gets the three. And it was a really cool surprise moment. It's, it's rare in wrestling that you get legitimately surprised. And we got that twice in this weekend, as far as I'm concerned. But. Uh, yeah, so Shinsuke is no longer the NXT champion. And that was NXT. What did we think of NXT TakeOver? Shinsuke in the Rumble? It was a good card so. all the way through. Uh, you haven't watched NXT, right? No. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. They're doing, um, they're doing that show in Japan. I know they're wrestling in, in oh, was it, Osaka? And they're, the title's on the line. Again, so I think they might flip it back. No, you always lose in your home. I don't know. NXT is just such a different beast that I feel like, I don't know, I don't know. It could it could go either way. But if he loses that, then yes. It, there, there is no need for the guy who isn't the champion in this situation between Joe and Nakamura to still be in NXT as far as I'm concerned. They've done all that they can do with that. Both guys are so far above everyone else in NXT that if you aren't going to be using them for a title program, take the guy who's not the champion and call him up right away. That's That's my take. Time will tell. Indeed it will. Now, Solid show, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, really good. It wasn't uh, wasn't necessarily my favorite NXT, but it was, no. it was okay. There's nothing on the card that you really complain about, though. No. Like, in the right. sense of, like, there's nothing where you're like, oh, skip this match. This is terrible. Everything's pretty enjoyable all the way through. Yep. I agree. Okay. Let's do the uh, Survivor Series, which happened on Sunday in Toronto. I'm glad I didn't send picks in because, boy, was I fucking wrong on, like, almost everything. Dude, I was wrong on most things. Uh, we'll start with the pre-show matches. TJ Perkins, Rich Swan, and Noam Dar taking on Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, and Aria Davari in a six-man tag match. Went 11 minutes, and the faces win. Can I talk about something on the pre-show besides that really quickly? Sure. Um, usually, if I'm watching live, I'll watch pre-show just to see the matches. And if I'm not watching live, I will PVR it and I will fast forward through it just to watch the matches. But when I saw that Jericho and Owens were going to be in the social media lounge, I watched it and holy shit, they were it great. was fucking good. Yeah, it was so yeah. funny. Uh, I don't know, like if you get if you fast forward through it, uh, go back and watch it because it was tremendous. Yeah, it. Uh, Jericho the guy even. in the truck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Make it red. They're just they're, they're timing together and everything is just so so good. Uh, Jericho actually recorded one uh, an episode of his podcast live in Toronto over the weekend too, and it was with Kevin Owens. And I've kind of wished that I would have been there for that too because that probably would have been super funny. But uh, and then the second pre-show match, uh, a match that Jerry Lawler. I don't know if you guys caught this. Jerry Lawler called this a match of the year candidate. 
between Kane and Luke Harper. Uh, it went nine minutes, ten seconds, and Kane gets the win. Why? Why does Kane beat Luke Harper on a pay-per-view like they this? they got to keep him strong, man. It's Kane. Seems unnecessary at this point. What has Luke Harper done recently to deserve a win over Kane? Luke Harper needs a win. He's back from injury this year. I guess. Wouldn't this have been a better time to elevate Luke Harper and make that Wyatt family look strong all night? Is a win over Kane that much of an elevation, though, I guess? WWE would probably bill it like it was. Oh, well. They'd be like, he just beat the big red machine. Baga Muggle. They got to they gotta keep Kane strong for when they team up with Ellsworth. Oh, That's yeah, that dream team. That's the plan. Scott, everything that you have said is absolutely correct. I know, exactly. Uh, first regular, first match of the uh, actual card is the women's 5-on-5 traditional Survivor Series elimination match. This one went 17 minutes and 30 seconds and wasn't very good. I didn't enjoy this very much. Uh, you had uh, Team Raw pick up the win, though. Um, I, I didn't write down who eliminated. Oh, no, here it goes. Okay. Carmella was eliminated by Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox eliminated by Alexa Bliss. Uh, Naomi was counted out. Sasha Banks was eliminated by Natalia relatively early. Uh, oh, right. N- N- Nikki Bella wasn't in this match because they found her backstage laid Ooh, out. Who attacked Nikki? Natalia was beat by Charlotte. Nia Jax was eliminated by Becky Lynch. Alexa Bullshit. Bliss was eliminated by Charlotte. Becky Lynch was eliminated by Bailey. And then Charlotte beat the crap out of Bailey afterwards. Yes. Which I did like because, you know, now that this is over, let's move on. To on to the program. Yes. You know, what's going on. I agree. I wasn't a big fan of Nia Jax getting pinned. Even though it was the champion I mean, on the SmackDown side that did it, I thought that they should have done some sort of a... She should have got DQ'd. Count out. Like, she goes for that, that corner spear through the barricade spot and misses and gets counted out because she can't get back up or something. Or she does something to get DQ'd. She's overly aggressive yeah. or something like that. Because most girls get pinned. Right. And she's not like most girls. Every other girl got pinned. Yes, exactly. But so she, maybe she, she is tapped out. Like most girls. She tapped out. Um, it wasn't a great match. No, not at all. A couple I, girls look really rusty in there. Like uh, Alicia Fox. You can tell she hadn't been on TV in a while. There's just certain like girls that just don't have chemistry with each other where they're trying to do things and it's this awkward like, okay, just kick me. Like they can't be decisive enough to figure out what they want to do. Uh, yeah, really awkward. Wasn't a big fan of that match. Uh, then we go to the second match of the night. The Miz taking on Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. If Zayn wins, it goes to Raw. You guys were all, like, dead set that that title was leaving. I thought yeah. you guys were all crazy. It, it just seemed like a fair, straight-up trade to get Cruiserweights to one side and then the Intercontinental goes the other way. You still need that mid-card singles title. Can't yeah. have both of them on one. It just SmackDown just so shallow, though, that it seemed like that you could get away more... Oh, this with one that, I was, and then flip I was it back more, but quite sure of, and I was actually right. For uh, yeah, Miz picks up the win via nefarious means, and Sammy now Zane was that is supposed crushed. to be a reference to the Monday or the Monday the uh, the Montreal screw job? I think it was. It was a. It was they a didn't wink. come right out and say it, did they? It was a wink at it, if yeah. anything. I'm sure. Brando, I like how uh, she threw the hammer down and she pointed. He did it. <laughs> Good old Space Cowboy. Brando and I were discussing if that was too, and he didn't think so until I said, well, they called for the bell when the guy didn't tap out at Survivor Series in Canada. That's pretty much as close as you can get to doing it without actually doing it. So unfortunate that they seem to want to every time bring that up. Like, I'm so fucking done with that screw job. Who gives a shit at this point? 
it's over. It happened almost How 20 years ago. How old were you in 1997? Now. Five. I was four. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Miz is still your IC uh, champion, and that stays on the SmackDown. Then we have the tag team Survivor Series match, 10 on 10. Uh, Breezango is eliminated by the New Day, and I then was... the New Day almost hmm. immediately eliminated by the Usos. I was 21, by the way. That's good. Uh, it was so sad. Uh, Tyler Breeze didn't even take off his aviators before Fandango got eliminated. It was 41 seconds. Yeah. And then New Day at a minute and six seconds. I couldn't believe New Day was out that early. Yeah, that was super crazy. And, like, I get you want to do things like this just to have the, like, wow, okay, what's going to happen? But it felt like that was just such a weird thing to do, I don't know, as champions. And they, they, especially in the go-home show when they even pointed out that the New Day always loses their non-title matches. And then they go out there and lose a non-title match in a minute and six seconds. Just seems weird. But maybe they're – I think they're trying to do something with the New Day. I'm I agreed with Brando last sent. week when he said that uh, he thought Gallows and Anderson would cost them. Uh, but, yeah, that did not happen. No. Uh, they were, like, the strongest Raw team. You had Hype Bros take out Gallows and Anderson. Um, I know, eliminated by Gallows and Anderson. Sorry. Shining Stars eliminated by American Alpha. American Alpha eliminated by the Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson eliminated by Slater and Rhino. Slater and Rhino then taken out by Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass taken out by the Usos. And it comes down to the Usos and Cesaro and Sheamus. I kind of liked how they booked this match to get through really quickly. And then they just had a straight-up tag match at the end between Usos and Cesaro and Sheamus. And they were great together. Both Mm -hmm. these teams... Like, you talk about chemistry. I thought these guys had it more than anybody else Yeah, they lit it up. Like, it was a really, really good match. The crowd was starting to get behind Cesaro and Sheamus, too. It was so over. Yeah, uh, and they they pick up the win. They're the the He had a little bit of trouble getting his gear off at the top of the ramp there. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Surprises it has taken this long for that to happen. It seems like that should have happened a long time ago. I wonder if somebody ribbed him and gave him, like, a real shirt. And he still just ripped it anyway. It's like, that was my suit. (laughs) Ha-ha. Uh, Cesaro is insane. Like, he's so fucking strong. There was that one spot where he caught him, like, way down low yeah. on a crossbody and still was able to get him up and it just... He blows my mind every time that he's out there. Uh, I like that they won, too. I like that they were your sole survivors. Your 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 dysfunctional team is the ones that are left standing at the end of it, which is a cool way to, to have booked it. Then we have the Cruiserweight Championship uh, on the line. Brian Kendrick defeating Kalisto. If Kalisto would have won, then the Cruiserweight would have gone to SmackDown. That one, I felt like, was the yeah, biggest I would have bet the farm on this whole thing. Just and because of the convenience yeah. of them taping 205 Live right after SmackDown. But SmackDown doesn't have the depth. But, yeah, I'd, I don't know if this is just one of those instances of everyone seems to have us figured out, so let's do the exact opposite just to fuck with them. Or what this was, but I mean, I'm not complaining that Brian Kendrick's still your champion because I think that's great. But it just seems like this is so much, uh, such a better use of Kalisto in in the cruiserweight division, doing that style. And now we get to watch him wrestle Baron Corbin some more instead of that, right? Which is I don't know. Anyway, so you had Baron Corbin come out and uh, he interfered in the match. He actually hit uh, Kendrick first, so he wins via disqualification. Yes. And that then they did this important. whole backstage promo where he said. Uh, I don't need any more pests on SmackDown. So Baron Corbin is the voice of Vince McMahon. Is is kind of what I'm getting from him. 
Uh, then we have the 5-on-5 uh, five five traditional Survivor Series men's elimination match. This went 52 minutes and 55 seconds. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Really good. It long. And this is, I mean, I think this just speaks to why you shouldn't do three elimination matches. Because you want to keep your good spots for the best matches. So the women's match just looks like pure shit when you go back and watch this. Um, but yeah, anyways, Team SmackDown gets the win here uh, over Team Raw. And the eliminations are Dean Ambrose eliminated by Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman got counted out because he was trying to get back into the ring. And James Ellsworth, who was under the ring, grabbed his ankle and then ran away, and Braun kind of chased him. This was after they did a segment backstage where they were interviewing Braun, or, uh, uh, James Ellsworth, and he walks off the screen only to literally run into uh, Braun Strowman, Braun who Strowman's then says, uh, don't I know you, and he runs away. So that was a brilliant way to remind people that there is a history between those two, and then for them to use it in the match, I thought was brilliant. That's a... I don't think that hurts Braun at all, right? He's not getting no, pinned. No. He didn't tap out. And he, he just... fucking murdered him after. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, he gets his heat back. Yeah, threw him off the stage through one table, which I think was supposed to be all three, but uh, James didn't quite get the jump that he through wanted to. a table to. full of pizza, which I thought was really weird. Uh, James, I think James Ellsworth had, thought he had one more step and like didn't jump at all, and Braun had to literally pick him up and throw him. That's why he didn't quite hit the middle. I bet Vince could say, we're going to light you on fire next week, and he'd be like, sure thing, boss. You got it. Yep. Just happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens then gets disqualified. Uh, he brings in the list of Jericho, hits somebody with it, and the papers go all over the place. Jericho then picks up or tries to pick up the papers and gets RKO'd by Orton and gets pinned. And then Shane McMahon... <laughs> Uh, got murdered, essentially, by Roman Reigns. They tried to do the coast-to-coast spot, uh, and Reigns hit him with a spear in midair, and he smacked his head on that mat so fucking hard. God, you concussion. Could, you could tell he was out because he was, lights are on, nobody's home, and doing the, MM, like, you know when you watch an MMA fight sometimes, and they get knocked out, and the ref jumps in between them, and then the guy who got knocked out is kind of, like, still wrestling the ref, not really knowing what's going on. I'm thinking that's why Shane kind of got the one shoulder up on the pin because he was just out. Oh, it was pure instinct there. Yeah, That was supposed to be the, the spot that eliminated him. <clears throat> yes, but he got the shoulder up before he could count the three, so the ref was like, uh, he can't continue because he's done the fuck out. Yeah. So we're I just respect gonna... the referee, you know, trying to keep thing, you know, kayfabe and all that, but just fucking count the three. Exactly. I mean. I don't think I would have noticed no. the shoulder was up. I mean, shoulders are up all the time. AJ Styles then gets eliminated by Seth Rollins via the triple powerbomb through the announce table, which Ambrose came out and helped with. Do you think that's the only thing that can save Roman Reigns in the fans' eyes is the shield? Yep. They've tried everything else they could possibly do. Yeah. I mean, nothing else has worked, and they were not a fan of his at all until this happened. So It was a nice Roman sleeping chant again. Yeah, that was good. When he was laying on the ground. Uh, then Seth Rollins gets eliminated by Bray Wyatt. Uh, when he was going for, did he go off the top rope or was it, cause that was when Orton hit an RKO on him and he was flying or doing something. Frog splash, wasn't it? You're right. He tried to do the frog splash. He got hit with an RKO. Bray White pins him. Then White's in the ring. Reigns is setting up for the spear. Orton takes it, like pushes him out of the way, takes the bullet for him, quote unquote. 
And then Bray hits his sister Abigail, and Wyatt and Orton are your sole survivors in I'm the match. I'm cool with this whole Orton and the Wyatt family thing if that's what they're going to do, and it's not just a thing like they did with Daniel Bryan before. But, I mean, get rid of the fucking hoodie, the hoodie and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. You're right. It does I don't seem like that. weird to me, and I'm not saying that he should, like, grow out his hair and his beard because I think that would be even more cheesy. Oh, just come out in plain black tights then. Yeah. Like, not even with his logo and all that shit and get rid of that fucking hood. Like, I know they're trying to sell hoodies and all that, but you're right. I don't know. That takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Unless that's what they want. Unless they want you to think that this is all a sham, but it just keeps going and going and going. And maybe it is a long-term thing. Like, for as much as we all thought that it was a short-term. Maybe that... he wishes that he died in the womb. <laughs> maybe. The long con. Maybe. Orton looked really good in this match. Yeah, he did. Uh, I like that. Him and Wyatt are the two sole survivors. Uh, Wyatt needs a win, like we were saying, more than arguably anybody in the company right now. Uh, and again, it's the two that you didn't really expect to be left that were left, which is cool that they were able to do that. And then finally, the, uh, well, the fantasy warfare has become real. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, uh, they both come out to the ring. Crowd's going nuts. They were chanting. They cheered for, uh, for Lesnar. Big pop when he came out. And then his music stopped, and they were already doing the Goldberg chant, which is very uh, promising to me because I honestly I didn't think that they were going to be pro Goldberg at all. I thought they were going to shit on him uh, because we are Canadians and we are bizarro world. As the they Monday like to Night call crowd kind of turned on him, uh, but they were very pro Goldberg here in this match, uh, and that lasted a minute and twenty six seconds. You had uh, the bell rang. Lesnar picked him up like a double leg takedown, threw him in the corner, laughed at him. Goldberg shoved him, knocked him down. Uh, then Lesnar gets up. I thought Lesnar was really good at getting up and turning to use the ropes to get up so that his back was turned so that he couldn't see Goldberg coming. He got hit with one spear, another spear, jackhammer, one, two, three. Goldberg squashes Brock Lesnar. So I saw, unfortunately, on Facebook before the match that Goldberg had won. But it didn't say how. Hmm. And, you know, I saw first spear, second spear, and then I thought, you know, okay, he's going for jackhammer. He's going to counter it. Me too. And I'm like, what, what, hold, is this really, really? <coughs> and then, yeah. I can't for the life of me fucking fathom and understand this whole thing. When I watched like, it. If he can't, I was talking with my workout partner. And he's saying, well, you know, he's hurt or maybe he can't go. Like, if he can't go like, and he's going to stick around, they're going to have the fucking match at some point. He's going to have to wrestle for 10, 12, 15 minutes at some point. Yeah. Um, and if we're just delaying the inevitable shit show, that shit show has got to happen. When I watched it live, uh, well, not live. I was a bit behind, but I hadn't spoiled anything. Uh, and as I watched Goldberg beat him that quickly, I hated it. I was just, I don't know, I didn't like it at all. I felt like that was just such a dumb thing. Uh, but that was when we all thought that that was it for Goldberg, that he was just doing this one and done. Once I found out that he was coming back to do more dates and that this was probably going to go to a third match, quote-unquote, um, I like it. I, I Actually, I really like the decision to put Goldberg over in this way. Uh, when you think Goldberg, when you're doing nostalgia, you think Spear and Jack Hammer, and you think Short Match. So that was kind of a, a reminder of that. I, I honestly, I don't think this hurts Brock Lesnar at all to lose this way because it Are is Goldberg. Are you kidding? Hundred percent. I don't think it hurts him at all. Really? He's this. He's this MMA fighter. He's this guy that is a fighter 
And sometimes fighters get beat. They Who's get an cocky. MMA fighter? Brock Lesnar. Okay. So they get cocky. Mean... They get beat. He got in his first fight. Sometimes he was he destroying a guy, like and then that. he had to tap out because he got caught at like two minutes in with a knee bar. Con- uh, Conor McGregor got knocked out earlier this year in the first round. It, it, it This happens to guys like that. You can have him come back and say, uh, I, he's an old guy. I took him for granted. This time I won't. I'm going to destroy him. And then he should destroy him in the next match. And I think it builds up to that next match because now that we've seen this, we've seen Goldberg run through him, it makes you salivate at the thought of Lesnar getting his revenge. No, it really doesn't. I, I can't wait for that it match now. It makes me sad that this fucking I think I think you may be just a, a little biased against Bill Goldberg. I'm incredibly biased against Bill yeah. Goldberg. I don't deny that. It's like as soon as uh, the first segment of Monday Night Raw hits, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, <laughs> don't ruin the Royal Rumble. Like I'm, I'm genuinely worried. Ruin the oh him. Ru- oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, him ruining it by being in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't think he's gonna necessarily win. No, hell no. Based on the fact that I think no, no, neither of them will win. Then that's no. gonna set up the mania thing of like, oh, you stood between me and the title or whatever. Yep. But that you know going into it, that's gonna be the storyline. It was like last year's Rumble with Roman Reigns, where we were like, well, get ready to hear Roman Reigns' name all fucking night. Yeah, and and leading into this match, uh, Goldberg was way more over than I thought he would ever be in this return, outside of the one night in Minnesota when they tried to get heat on Lesnar, which did not work at all because they were very pro Lesnar. But I I think that it it's a decision. A it's a legitimate surprise, which as I said, that never happens. I never would have expected this. Everyone going into this match was hoping this is going to be a relatively short short match, and we got it. Like you said, the next one, they're going to have to wrestle, which is, uh, I guess, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind this decision at all. I will say I'm pretty sure I had the exact same look on my face after the streak was broken as I did here. Yeah. If I'm a semi-casual fan who paid money for this, I think I might be a little pissed off. Or like, if I'm like somebody who hasn't really watched since then, but it's like, oh shit, they're gonna go again. Maybe I'll go, you know, watch this. Maybe I'll buy the network. Maybe I'll buy a ticket if I'm there or what have you. I think I'd be a little choked because I wouldn't yeah. feel like I got my money's worth. But like, again, that's maybe me reading in too much. I don't know. I don't like it. But if you're buying it for that match alone, yes, I can see you being maybe a little bit upset uh, at it being so short. But at the end of the day, you got to see the rest of it, which wasn't. It wasn't great. I thought this was kind of a, a below-average pay-per-view, which is unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. You're still getting your value. The network's twelve ninety We paid 13 bucks for that. That's more than worth my money. In my I opinion. enjoyed Survivor Series for the most part. I did, too. Even, like, that main event, like, I wasn't stoked going into it, but it was so short, and it was a genuine surprise where I was like, well, then. And then Goldberg's kid took off his shirt, and then I that fucking laughed my weird. ass off. I'm like, why did he take weird. off his shirt? Okay, well, we're going to talk more about that during Raw. But. We uh, we had Matt Eads over, the Matt Eads The over. Matt Eads? Cool. Was he, he the one is... I met at the house show? Who did I meet at the house show? Yeah, that was him. Was it? Okay. No, that was Monch. All right. Uh, he's new to wrestling-ish. Like, he only started, I think, right around SummerSlam. So <laughs> going into this match, he was asking us, like, is this, is this going to be a good wrestling match? And no, 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 it's not. And I'm not kidding you. I, without knowing anything, I said to him, best case scenario, Lesnar comes out, F5, two, three times, and pins him in two minutes. So we got the best case scenario, just not with the guy that I thought it was going to be. 
No, the best case scenario was this never happening to begin with. <laughs> Goldberg's over, man. People like him. Just because a lot of people like something doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I mean, he's over. Clown they, they, they booked a guy that is over at the Consensus end of the day. Consensus is not a fact-based exercise. I, 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 that's lost on me. I don't even know what that means. That's big words. It means just because a lot of people say something's good doesn't mean that it is. True. That is that okay? That's a valid point. But people like this guy, and they got to but see again, him win. I mean, it's just my opinion, and it doesn't mean that I'm right or wrong. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that's, that's, what's, that's what's so great about this. Absolutely, is we can have a discussion like this. Absolutely, that's what's great about the set pod. All right, so that's the weekend. Boy, we're getting lots of email. We got more emails now. Jesus Ooh. Christ. Well, I am the the ratings bringer in. Here's a Bill Goldberg. Did I just say the term bringer inner? (laughs) I'm the ratings bringer inner. You're like the Bill Goldberg. You pop the rating. And on that note, let's go to Monday Night Raw. ACC in Toronto, a.k.a. The Six. And they I really want that fucking Kevin Owens prize fighter Blue Jay shirt, but it's not on shop. Like, maybe it'll be after, like, when he went to Montreal and they did that special Montreal one. And it was supposed like... to be an exclusive, and yeah. then they eventually just released it to be purchased online. So I'm hoping that they'll put it on the shop, because I I, uh, I like it. It's like anyway, the best of both worlds for you. It's your favorite baseball team, and... The wrestler you dressed up for is out on Halloween. I look good. Yeah. Well, another topic for another day, I suppose. The show opens with Goldberg making his entrance. He cut a promo, thanked the fans. God, I'm fucking tired of listening to this motherfucker talk about his wife and his fucking kid. And I hate this whole I get to be that superhero one more time because all of that sounds like to me is I'm just a big fucking mark for myself. I don't like it. All wrestlers are marks for themselves. Though. No, that's really yeah, not it, true. Yes, no, it is. I have learned I, over the years. Yes, a lot of them are, but a lot of them under fucking a lot of them get it, and the ones who get it are the fucking smart ones, and the ones who are marks for themselves usually are. Okay, I've said too much. They're the Rybacks <laughs> of this world. I uh, thank his fans, his family for their support. He did what he said he was going to do, and he thought all good things must come to an end. But on his way back. Or on his way to the back Sunday night, uh, he ran into Stephanie McMahon, and she asked him if he had another title run left in him, and he said, you bet your ass I do. And she told him uh, she's got to go through the Rumble, and then he announced that he's going to be in the Rumble match and that everyone is next. Remember when he said Goldberg was last? That doesn't. Remember when he said he only had one spear and one jackhammer left? Doesn't count. And turns then he out, wasted him on Rusev? Turns out he had... Uh, Two spears, no. Yeah, two spears and no. So three he's a spears. fucking liar on top of it. All of, he's just a, just a liar. Uh, okay, tag team match for the championships. New Day taking on Cesaro and Sheamus, who uh, Mick Foley and uh, Stephanie deemed deserved a title match because of them being the sole survivors. Cesaro had a sharpshooter locked in. Crowd just loves the sharpshooter. You put that on in Canada and people will go bananas. I uh, locked it in on Kofi, but then Xavier Woods hopped up on the apron and distracted the referee just as Kofi tapped. And then the referee turned back around. Kofi rolled up Cesaro for the three count. 
Now, I, when I saw this, and based on what they did at the pay-per-view, am wondering if there's going to be some sort of a double turn here. And I only say double turn because Sheamus is a heel. Cesaro would stay face. Uh, that you have New Day continuing to cheat, and they cheat and cheat and cheat and are these dicks, and that's what brings Sheamus and Cesaro together as a unit kind of then completing the double turn in that New Day will be heels again. How long do they have before the record breaks? I think they said two weeks. As of today, I think it's like 19 days. It's the Wednesday before their next pay-per-view. So Mm -hmm. they won't make it to the next pay-per-view. Yeah. But they are defending it next week again. Against Carl Anderson and Gallows. But that's also still before... That happens. So, yeah. uh, I don't yeah. think we turn New Day quite yet. No? And I think when New Day do, it's just going to be one of them. It just seems weird that they've cheated twice against these two. Because the last time they had the trombone that cost them mm-hmm. their title match that they got, and now they've mm-hmm. gotten screwed again. It just they seems are becoming like more heelish for sure. Twice they've done this in recent weeks. Is Tough all. to say. Who knows? Who knows? Just a thought. Uh, Cedric Alexander defeated Arya Davari, who came out, cut a promo. Said some words in, I, I don't know what language that was. But Arabic. Is that, are we sure of that? Yeah. You feel confident oh, in frick, saying that? I forgot something that that yeah. happened last week. That was, I put money on it. To me, that was huge. Forgot something very important. What's that? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, Zedric Alexander wins by pinfall after I the lumbar a, check. I appeared for another wrestling promotion. Oh, did you? I did. Oh. Really? In the corner. Sinner. A certain... Athlete. Okay. From uh, <laughs> Lebanon. Is that right? Anyway. Where did this happen? This happened in Springbrook, Alberta. Oh, okay. I don't anyway. even know where that is. Never heard it's of that place. It's like Redger, basically. Ah, okay. Chris Jericho hosts the Highlight Reel with Kevin Owens as his guest. The two argue back and forth about uh, whether they're still best friends after Owens used the list to attack AJ Styles and get disqualified at Survivor Series. Uh, and they went back and forth, and they were screaming at each other, and the crowd, you could tell, was starting to get antsy, not wanting this breakup to happen, and they both at the same time say, it was Roman Reigns' fault, and then this was fucking It was awesome. Gold. Like, the crowd bit too real hard when Owens goes, who cares about the list? Everyone audibly gasped. Everyone was like, oh. Oh, He didn't just say that. It's like. The list. Like, people are so in on this best friends thing. And then they hug right after and, like, are talking to each other. And, like, you could make make it out on Owen's face that he was saying, I'm sorry that I said the list was stupid. And, like, it was just these guys are so fucking good together. Every week they come out. Uh, Go back and watch the social media lounge. Yeah, they kill it with Todd Phillips. Oh, did you watch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I did. And usually I fast forward right through that because it's just garbage until I host it. (laughs) Then it'll be awesome. Uh, and it's it's good because that's their first interaction with Tom Phillips in a couple weeks now that he's on SmackDown too, which... or whatever name they call him. I love so. how they legitimately ask people why they left. Like they asked Renee Young too, like why'd you leave Renee? Yeah, on like one of those like Talking Raw or Raw Talk or whatever. <laughs> that's great. Uh, but 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 they started running down Reigns and Seth Rollins when Rollins' music hit. He comes out, demanded his rematch against Owens for the Universal Championship tonight. The three begin brawling. Then Reigns comes out to even up the odds. Foley comes up, makes a no-DQ match between Rollins and Owens for the Universal Championship with Jericho and Reigns banned from ringside. Boom. Getting a title match. Roasted. This makes perfect sense. 
because there wasn't a title on the line at the pay-per-view last night. We haven't seen the title on the line in a long time since the last pay-per-view. Let's make a big deal out of this in front of this raucous Canadian crowd. I loved it. I thought this was really cool. Then we go to Rusev taking on Enzo Amore. This was set up in a backstage segment. This in was which fucking weird. Enzo Amore got locked out of the locker room by Big Cass. He was naked, naked. as they... Wanted us to believe. In the buff. And he's walking down. People are looking at him weird. He's saying, how you doing to everyone? He bumps into Lana. Lana makes sure that she looks down and then kind of giggles. And Cass is putting the moves on her. And then Rusev comes in and gets pissed. And it ends up in a match. Rusev, once again, is the face here. Like, he's like, why are you naked around my wife? It's a valid question like to he, ask, like he's, Rusev is always the face if you look at the situations that he's in. This a guy is, crashes his wedding. He's yeah. the bad guy? It's true. That's a that's a good point. Uh, this is a weird way to set up a match. Like, it was weird, but was, I mean, it was just like know, they the, set up a feud with Kane and RVD over a cup of coffee, so fuck, why not? That's a creative table. They're like, well, we need to figure out a reason for Rusev and Cass to have a match. What if Cass is naked? Sure, write it. Good. Done. Next. Like, I don't know. It just seemed fucking weird. It was funny. I laughed at it a couple times, but I don't. Anyways, it was mildly humorous. Rusev defeats Enzo More. Rusev now, forced two things Enzo here. To First, uh, she said Americans, yep. and I think I'm convinced she's doing that on purpose now. I'm not sure because she started smiling like, well, because she did it in uh, she fucked it up Scotland or no Glasgow was that where they were? Yeah, Scotland. Yeah. Oh, did she, she did it there too. Okay, and I thought that was a fuck up, but she did. You're right. The, if she if she did screw this up here, the smile was great because that's yeah. what made me think that yeah. she did it on purpose. And I think someone over there at the old World Wrestling Entertainment's listening to the side pod. Why? Because I said last time I was here that she can't say the word true with her accent. And she did. And now she's doing it. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, Rusev forces Enzo to tap out, and then Rusev and Big Cass stare down each other after the match. They're I like obviously the squash. Going that direction. I mean... In all intents and purposes, when I think of this match, I think that Rusev should pretty much destroy him. Yeah. So, yeah, it all makes sense. And Enzo can get squashed every week, and it doesn't hurt him. To me, anyways, because he's the good on the mic. What do you think of the new shirt? You guys are looking for a new shirt. Do you like the new shirt? They have a new shirt? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I noticed that. It's like Nickelodeon looking. Hmm. Like, it's very Nickelodeon. Did it it's got say like... certified G on it? Because... No. Bada bing on it? It says bada boom. Bada boom or some shit? It's, it's like, imagine like a Nickelodeon like splash. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, and it says bada boom, and then on the back it says "Reals guys in the room, how you doing?" Interesting. I'll have a look at that. Maybe I will. It looks it. like a shirt designed for children. Maybe. Oh well, then maybe <laughs> I won't. like, I'm order this shit. <laughs> uh, Club taking on the Golden Truth for a shot at the New Day's tag titles, because you know the Golden Truth, who was not even in the match yesterday, they they should have a shot. I don't at, understand at why this match shot. is so competitive when it was the Golden Truth. Uh, anyways, Gallows pinned Goldust after the Magic Killer. So Goldust looked good in this surprise. match, man. Goldust still got him, man. He's great at what he does. That DDP yoga is saving his life. Uh, Braun Strowman taking on Sam. Okay, so they, the Mick Foley sets this up before. He puts Zayn in this match as punishment for losing at Survivor Series. Didn't Sami Zayn but volunteer in the, for this? In the same in the same segment, they said. Uh, yeah, that whole like I'm gonna your jobs are on the line. I was just it was just motivation. That they don't need to be punished for losing. So the the team that you told you were gonna fire doesn't get punished at all. But this guy who tried to win and got cheated against 
you're punishing him by giving him a match with, like you said, a guy that he asked for a match for two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Don't try to make sense of it, Warren. Oh, just sometimes. It's just you got to put a little bit of thought into it, and you could make your product so much better. But don't, anyways. Don't, no thought. <laughs> this is like my daughter, Raw. Even like when Foley comes out and like stops it or whatever. The decision just, or the match? All of it. I didn't mind the match as much. What happened? I don't remember. Uh, Foley put him in, yada, yada. Strowman jumped Zane before the bell, mauled him so severely that Foley had to come out and order the referee to stop the match and award the decision to Braun. Oh, yeah, that's right. The only offense really Zane gets in is he's in the corner and he just kind of keeps sticking up like the boot and Strowman just keeps running into it. Strowman. Strowman. It's been a while yeah. since we heard that. Uh, why didn't you like Strowman? it, uh, I don't know. Well, I think it's maybe it's more of the finish. And it's not Mick Foley coming out. It's just Mick Foley came out, and he was very half-heartedly about his just stop the mat. Like, it sounded like he just got up from a nap. And again, you punish him, and then you come out and show mercy to him. Like, exactly. I just, I like, what is it, Mick? He what are you doing? He punished enough. Like, I love Mick Foley to death, but he's starting to seem like a lost old man on TV a little <laughs> bit. Like, I could I could do without the old Micker for a little Get bit. Get off my lawn. Is, is Zane... Like okay, first of all, do we think this is the program? Are we going to do Zane and Strowman moving forward? I don't think so. No, I think we're doing Strowman and Ellis. How? Or El- Ellsworth. Next crossover event. That's Mania. Not until the Rumble. Royal That's Rumble. It. Book it. So Braun's just not going to do anything until January. Okay, but you no Braun can wrestle Sammy. Because I I just I, I got know. I got a theory now. Okay. At the Royal Rumble, Ellsworth throws out Brown. Yeah. <laughs> And then that's a WrestleMania match. Ellsworth versus Braun. Sure. People want to see it, man. It could happen. And Kane can be in his corner. I have a feeling by WrestleMania, James Ellsworth will be nothing but a memory. I don't know, man. They just signed him, though. They signed him. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think they had a full year contract, though. That doesn't mean anything. But then you're just paying a guy to do nothing. He'll work superstars. I'm sure the way their contracts work, they can. That's true. Reserve the right. And I'm sure they're not paying him a lot. Either. Yeah, he'll probably fail a wellness test anyway. You think so? No. <laughs> he looks like he's on meth, though. They should he? get him a chin implant, though, like they did with China. Yeah. There was something. And he should come in looking like fucking Jay Leno. When he came out. <laughs> was that on SmackDown? Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll save that for later. Come in looking like Jay Leno. Uh, okay, so Charlotte and Dana come to the ring. Charlotte talked about how she's the greatest athlete of all time and is above all the other women in WWE. Sasha Banks interrupted her promo and demanded her title rematch. Nia Jax then comes out. She calls out Sasha, calling her overrated. Uh, Nia and Charlotte attack Sasha until Bailey comes out to make the save. Then we have a tag match. And then Teddy Long came out in the commercial to make a tag match. Sasha Banks and Bailey defeat Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax. Sasha managed to get Charlotte to tap out to the Banks statement. Dana Brooke looks like the biggest dummy when they do these tag matches with somebody that's not. Dana Brooke, because it's just like, well, you had two right there, but Dana still has to be on the outside. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she's getting from this anymore. Remember when they split her up for those two weeks and then just brought her back? I just, it's, it's time. She's got huge boobs though. She does that. She does. I liked when she was trying to stir the pot though, when uh, the other girls are standing in the ring and she's like, just like, kind of flailing about, in the back, yeah. really animatedly. MVP of Raw for that right there. Okay. Uh, triple threat match. Rich Swan taking on TJ Perkins and Noam Dar. This match was to determine the number one contender uh, and who will face Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight Championship uh, next week on 205 Live. How I understood this, right? I'm yep, not mistaken. That's correct. 
Um, Kendrick was in on commentary for this one. Swan picks up the win with a swan kick to TJP and uh, gets the pin. We like this decision, yeah? Yep. yep. Swan's beat uh, Kendrick twice already, so if yeah. anything, he should have got a chance at, at least off that. And again, like Swan is has a character. He's a dancing guy. He likes to dance. People can attach their, you know, their feelings towards a guy if you give him something that you can either feel something for. Either way, so it's good that Swan is. What the hell did you just say? I don't know. I'm just rambling at this. (laughs) So Rich Swan, you guys are giving me nothing. (laughs) Rich Swan standing at me. So it's good. Thanks, Warren. Well, I feel like I'm at the zoo because that's what Scotty said. I just got to swim in here. I'm watching you. Treading water. (laughs) Neither of you will throw a lifeboat out to me. In your natural habitat. Fuck. Uh, they give you a banana or something. Final match. It would have been interesting, actually, if they would have had Noam Dar. Now you talk. I move on. And now you talk about it, you fucking dick. Go ahead. It would have been cool if they had Noam Dar win. Because then they would have had three contenders who had kind of a reason to uh, go after Kendrick. TJP being the guy who lost the belt. Swan had already beaten him twice. And then Noam Dar could have been like, hey, I've won that one match. I'm kind of on a roll. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but Noam Dar already has a beef with him because he beat him up. Oh, yeah, it's true. So, Cruiserweights. Uh, yeah, that shirt's, I don't I don't think I'll get that. You're not going to buy that Bada Boom one? Although I do like that the G is like where a C would be. Yeah. I like that, but I'm not going to buy I'm it. very interested to see how this 205 Live is going to look. Me too. I'm excited to see, yeah, all of that. Plus, Tazawa and Jack Gallagher are supposed to be on it, so. Yeah. Zawa, Gallagher, and there was an oh Grand Metalik were all in Florida getting ready for next week, is what I've heard. So good old Grand Metalik. Because he's done all his dates with AAA now. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. CMLL? I thought it was AAA he still had dates with. I thought it was CMLL. But maybe it is CMLL. I don't know. You guys can make that decision. That's why we didn't ask you. There's not a lot of difference in those companies in quality. Main event. There's a huge fucking difference in those companies in quality. (laughs) On the Fight Network or whatever? Like the quality of the wrestling? No, not the quality. Their TV quality, like production wise. Oh, okay. No. I thought you were talking about their like shows. I'm like, holy fuck, you're crazy. CML is better. Triple A. Yeah. Triple A has a couple names that you're like, ooh, Pentagon Jr. or something like that. Triple A is kind of a very, been kind of Americanized, I guess. That's psycho clown. Is what I think anyway. That psycho clown is terrible. Yeah, but he's over. People love him. You mean like Goldberg? Just because something's good, popular, of yeah. course, doesn't mean it's good. No, I, I agree. He sucks. <laughs> I absolutely agree. He totally sucks, uh, but people love him. No DQ match for the Universal Championship. Kevin Owens uh, taking on Seth Rollins. Uh, you had Rollins do the jump from the walkout section. I don't know what the hell you the call it. The lower bowl header. Yeah. Thing. Was that where like the Zamboni is maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It's the same spot that they did in that match with Evolution when the Shield was taken on Evolution. They did the exact same thing as that. How uh, high in the air really do you good. think that is? 130 feet. It's probably a good 15 feet up, I'd say. Okay. That's a decent jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Owens didn't really jump like... off the curb, and I'm worried. <laughs> sure. I tweaked my ankle running downstairs today. Uh, so when they're on their way back to the ring from doing that spot on the outside, uh... Rollins was up on the barricade, and a fan, quote unquote, grabs him by the ankle, knocks him down. Uh, they kind of scuffle, and he pulls off the Sinkara mask to reveal Chris Jericho, who then uh, started fighting with Rollins at ringside. So even though he was banned, he still got into ringside, which I thought was a weird decision. 
that allowed Owens the opening he needed to hit an apron power bomb and pin Seth Rollins, retaining his championship. Pretty good match. Why doesn't Foley come out and stop or restart the match when Jericho gets involved? Yeah, like I thought, like the perfect way to do this would have been to have Jericho stay on in the crowd and pull him that way, and then beat the shit out of him and throw him to Owens instead of fighting. Well, did he get pulled in? He kind of did get pulled into ringside, so I guess they could use that where Jericho will be like. Hey, man, I wasn't even in the ringside, and Seth brought me in. It wasn't Jericho anyway. It was Sin Cara. That's true. I really like this match. I rarely do commercials kind of take me out of it, but for this, some reason. Yeah, they had a lot. Commercials really took me out of this one, especially when they were showing some of the spots that happened during the commercial. Usually you don't see there was a, table a lot spot. of important stuff happen yeah. during commercials, but yeah. I don't know if they just missed a uh, commercial break maybe completely. They missed time, some stuff, they maybe did, that was the point. They like, did two in a span of 10 minutes, yeah. and the only reason I know that is because when the match started, there was 10 minutes to the three-hour mark, mm-hmm. and then like two and a half minutes later, I was at the three-hour mark because of those two commercial breaks that I fast-forwarded yeah. through, so... Um, Other than I, that, I really liked it. I loved that he wore the Sin Cara mask as a as a sign of respect to Sin Cara, as he put it in an interview today, and as a big fu to the internet fans who seem to think that they know everything. But yeah, f you internet, which is nice. So oh, nice, you are filling the role of Brando pretty well. Uh, studs and duds, gentlemen. Oh, fuck. I never think of studs. Uh, stud. Rollins, Jericho. I agree. That's my stud as well. Yeah, me too. Owens. Those three were the top top on the show. Um, yeah, no, I was going with the uh, the segment where you thought they were going to break up. Yeah, the then, highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, that was golden. That was them. really really good. I go with that main event match. And that main event match was good too. Dud is Goldberg because. <laughs> yeah, Dud Goldberg. I will give my Dud two. Actually, I kind of liked everything that was on the show. There wasn't really anything that I didn't like. But Golden Truth. Just because Dana Brooke. Yeah, you should have Dana Brooke. Uh, There you go. Dana Brooke. That's a good pick. Goldberg and Dana Brooke. You're our duds for the Raw this week. There you go. All right, Scotty, you ready to go here? You better. I didn't write down the name of the arena because I was hoping that you know what it I is. I do know what I it think is. It's the Corral Center. Isn't no, it? nope. it's the Scotiabank. No, oh. it's not. It's uh, the Canadian Tire Center. Oh, that's oh. right. Why you, you failed my test. Ottawa, home of the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I guess so. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if that actually was. I guess that would make sense. I thought that's they were playing the Scotiabank place. It might have used to been. Maybe. Well, no. There's a Scotiabank Saddle Dome. You, you bet of? your ass there is. That maybe what you're thinking of. Maybe. Hmm. Anyways, nice. they showed the uh, Canadian Tire logo. Like they had, the, that's the only reason I remembered it. They also talked about the Grey Cup at one point. Uh, yeah, JBL mentioned the Ottawa Red Blacks and not the Calgary Stampeders. JBL knows how to type in Ottawa sports teams on Google. Is what that showed me. He yeah. even knew what number Grey Cup it was. That was impressive. Yeah, I'm sure that was. He fun. knew how to use the Google. Still, fuck him. That Henry Burris, he's gonna he's gonna have a good game this week. Yeah, how does that feel? Is he, are you worried that he's gonna he's gonna burn you? Again, I told you I'm a Calgary sports fan. I'm always worried. <laughs> I'm never satisfied until the clock is zero. It's good. Go ahead, Scott. All right. Is this from Up Rocks again? Yes, this is good old Up Rocks. What they missed this time? I don't know. Well, I'll let you know as it goes on. <laughs> uh, the very concussed Shane McMahon opened the show. I didn't like this. 
because he seemed like he was, I don't know, I don't know if they were just hamming it up. I didn't like that he was. When he said, like, oh, I felt like I'd been in a car wreck from Survivor Series or whatever. How long was it before we saw Enzo again on TV at all? When he got a concussion? He was gone for, like, two or three weeks almost. If not even the full no, I think month. it was longer than that. I think yeah. it was a month, yeah. Yeah. But Shane's back three days later. I don't know. It just seems weird, but he's Shane's not a wrestler, a I guess. Later, so. pretty much. Yeah. Um... He gave props to Team Raw and thanked Team SmackDown, especially Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt for being the sole survivors of Team SmackDown. Uh, for getting SmackDown the big win, Dean Ambrose came out and said they should be celebrating. Uh, Shane then called him out for teaming up with The Shield and being like, which was kind of nice that Shane, the way he acknowledged it, because Shane did seem genuinely upset with it. Uh, do do do. Uh, Ambrose tries to change the topic by bringing out James Ellsworth and says, oh, we got a surprise. Uh, James Ellsworth is rocking a neck brace and is all taped up from the Braun Strowman throw. So this is what you I was talking about. You said it right. <laughs> yeah, I know what his name is. Uh, this is, I, I kind of wished that they would have gotten him just like a really big neck brace so that every time he looks down, it would have slid off, making it seem like he had no chin to hold the neck brace onto his neck. I thought the neck brace kind of gave him a chin. I'm surprised they didn't mention that. <laughs> it's, it's true, but anyways. Oh, comedical stuff, guys. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. The, Thanks, Scotty. So they offer comedical. him an official, <laughs> an official SmackDown Live contract. Um, on Survivor Series, um, in a backstage segment, Mick Foley had offered him a Raw contract. You, you had him, and you blew it. I have some Foley. breaking news. Uh-oh. Bo Levi Mitchell has been named the CFL most of the time. Okay, well, no one Whoa, It's all because he Bo-leaved. Bo you bet your ass. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what were we talking about before? Uh, James Ellsworth uh, being offered a oh, raw right. contract. Yeah, Foley, Foley had him on raw, and he let him go. Yeah, away. they blew it. They Where blew it, and he what said, an "I'm loyal to the blue brand." Yeah, that's good. I so, like that. I'm sure Shane and Daniel Bryan love that shit. Um, they offered him that contract. Shane, uh, Shane kind of wanted to keep it in the back. Uh, Dean was given the night off and told to leave the building. As Dean left, AJ Styles entered. Styles said that Ellsworth hasn't earned anything and challenged him to a ladder match for his contract, which then Ellsworth looks real cocky being like, oh, I'll put it up. I'll I'll risk it all. I don't think it was cocky necessarily. I just feel like a man of James Ellsworth's position shouldn't be like, he should be thrilled he got this. He waited how long? Right, but he, he wants to prove that he deserves it. When guys like Heath Slater were showing up week to week not getting a contract? Same thing. He wanted to prove that he deserved it. That's why he's... Uh... He doesn't have kids. But Ellsworth also kind of made a uh, a little bit more of an offer to interest it. He said, if I get the contract, I also get a WWE uh, World Heavyweight Championship shot. At some point. So he kind of did use a little bit of leverage there of putting his contract up to try to get more. Yeah. Yep. So you know what? Good on the kid. Yep. You bargained. I thought, uh, yeah. It, make, it makes sense from a, from a real standpoint. How old is he? I will find that out. James I, Ellsworth? I think he's he looks old. Early 30s, I think. I want to say he's 35. I'm going to say 32. So why are you calling him a kid then? I, I call yeah. I call everybody a kid. I call you a kid. You've someday. never called me a kid. That's true. I'd probably slap you. That's because you're older than he Sin. He will be 32 on December 11th. Whew. Damn, I was close. Oh, I'm waiting for the birthday episode of SmackDown. <laughs> James <laughs> Ellsworth birthday celebration. Real close to Dean Ambrose will come out of a cake. That'll be great. Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz defends the title another day after keeping it on SmackDown. There was a backstage segment there where he was like, oh, aren't you proud of me, Daniel Bryan? Like, 
I kept it on the blue show for you. And he's like, you know what? And like, why does Kalisto get his shot? Kalisto lost his match. It's a fair question. I have no, no like, answer. Obviously, for that. Kalisto was screwed. Yeah. In that. So is this a makeup but even, title shot? Even then, Kalisto just came back two weeks ago and hasn't, other than beat the shit out of Braun Strowman, he hasn't really done anything. Baron just, Corbin? Or, yeah, sorry. Braun Strowman. Same thing. Baron Corbin. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just seemed weird. Good to times, throw him in Baron there. Corbin. He, uh, he's in there. Also, we forgot to mention that uh, Dean Ambrose came back at the end of that first segment, too. He went up the ramp and then came and appeared behind them, like came through the crowd somehow. Oh, okay. Really funny. That's not in the notes here. I'm not calling up, you out. I'm up, just helping the show go along. No, no, I appreciate oh. it, Ward. Okay, good. Bringing up all the notable points. Good. Uh, so, Baron Corbin tried to interfere in the match between Kalisto and Miz, which was decent for the little bit that you did get to see. Uh, Kalisto ended up fighting him off, but the opening allowed Miz to sneak up from behind, hit a skull-crushing finale, and get the pin to retain. Yeah, that's... Uh, Miz right has defended the title a lot this year, actually. He's, he's a fighting champion, don't you know? Don't you know it? 2016, Year of the Miz. We have an email from Miz Guy to read later on, so I'm cool. sure you'll hot diggity the, damn. All the hot Miz takes. Miz takes. Where's the second episode of his podcast? It's up, man. The second one? Yeah. Holy shit. Where you been? I don't follow him on Twitter. Oh, shots fired. I don't think I do. We got heat. I don't think I follow him. I do. What the fuck's I, wrong with me? Maybe I do, because he instant messaged me. Maybe I do follow him. Probably. Maybe I Tag do. Team Turmoil match. American Eve, uh, American Alpha defeated the Ascension, the Hypros, and Brizongo, the Vaudevillains, uh, and then the Usos finally. So it was kind of like a quick little gauntlet elimination style match. So American Alpha didn't defeat all those people. Yeah. Do you know how a gauntlet match works? American Alpha yeah. wasn't in there from the very start. They the lasted. Okay. But they once did again, not beat all those people. This is an Uproxx thing. But yeah. Well, did you watch it? Yeah, but briefly, man. I watched it once. You don't even watch the show? <laughs> I know. No, man, I you don't write SmackDown. notes anymore. You don't even fucking I watch it. that SmackDown be removed from Jesus Scott Christ. and placed in the capable hands of someone else. You give the guy one job. One job. There's four days of wrestling this week. Are you, are you and smoking? you only had to watch one of them. Are you smoking the weed? <laughs> when am I not? Worse? 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 Is that like if you and I morphed into one? We yeah. would That's be what Worse? Yeah, this is like our Pokemon name. We are yeah. Worse. Be a big person. Uh, so after the match ends, uh, the lights go out and the Wyatts appear. And they say, oh, you haven't defeated all the tag teams. You're going to take on me and Orton yeah. to determine who will face Rhino and Slater. And I like how they specifically said this match will continue. Yeah, that's next what I thought week. was weird. And Why? that's where I really started, or where the thought of Orton needing to get rid of that hoodie and all that stuff really kind of got cemented for me. And it seemed really weird after that vignette and they went to the announce table. It seemed really awkward. Like nobody knew, like, to take the lead on it. They all just kind of like, oh, that was weird. And then someone else would be like, oh, that was scary. And like, everyone had little tiny things to say, but nobody really took the lead into yeah, the next yeah, segment. Like, I don't yeah. think something seemed off with that. It just seemed like, but yeah. Again, you, you got 86 guys at the fucking table now, wow, so. Yeah. It just seemed like you could have ended the match, have them celebrating, thinking that they've done it, and then have them come on and be like, whoa, 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 you didn't beat everyone. So if the match continues, do they have to, like, stand in the ring and wait for them to come out? <laughs> for, and, like, for an entire in, week. For a week. One week later. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, uh, it's interesting that they they want the 
the tag titles. That's what they're going to do with this program. I like that. It's interesting. It definitely makes uh, the Wyatt family not more relevant, but just it's something interesting actually happening with them versus them just being like going after random people for random reasons. And the Wyatts have not held the tag championships on the main roster or in NXT? I don't think so. I thought they had it in NXT. Google it, Warren. I'll look it up. Yeah, just look at NXT tag champs. I don't think they did. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Natalia. Alexa Bliss, uh, Bliss sat out on commentary for this match. Uh, Becky fast uh, forced Natalia to tap out uh, with the disarmer. Alexa then post match attacked Becky, um, thus keeping this going. I believe they're going to have a match at TLC because that was made on Talking Smack. And they talked about it in the promo beforehand too. Oh, okay, perfect. Which you would know if you fucking watch. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> Baron Corbin defeated Kane. So good to know that it goes. This is the totem pole. Baron Corbin, Kane, Luke Harper. Luke Harper's on the bottom of this, and Baron Corbin's on the top. Kane's the middle. There's nothing wrong with it. The Kane thing I can understand. There's nothing wrong with Baron Corbin being booked properly. The arms on this chair go up and down. I like it. Hot takes. Breaking news. Chair technology. (laughs) Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Kane. Kalisto attacked Corbin mid-match, causing the referee to uh, ring the bell for a disqualification. Uh, after the match, Kane chokeslammed Corbin. Kalisto stood over uh, Corbin's body, and which is kind of funny because Kane's music was playing, but it's just little Kalisto standing there. So it's almost like in WWE 2K when you change uh, <laughs> the music and the entrances <laughs> for people. That was weird. Yeah, so it was just kind of funny moment there. Um, but it does get a cool moment because uh, Kalisto goes, gets a chair, throws it uh, into the ring, standing it with there, hits a Van Daminator. Uh, to Corbin, and then Kalisto stood in the ring, uh, asking him to fight more as Corbin cheats it out of town. Uh, the Whites did win the NXT Tag Team Championships. They like defeated the th- Neville and Bo Dallas. So they're the third team to hold it? Which Wyatts? Uh, was Harper and, and Rowan? Rowan. Okay. Yep. I don't remember that. but that I like the mean streak they're giving Kalisto. Or like the aggressive that he's do, yeah, and the, the chair thing, yeah. It's it's a different look for him and a different look for a smaller guy to take yeah. on a big guy. They've kind of established him as a cruiserweight now, so it's everything's gonna, backwards in this, he's which I like. Compete with the big boys. He's got to bring the thunder. It's not the big heel picking on the little guy. Well, it is kind of, but it's the little face using the chair to equalize against the big bully. I like it. It's, he's got to hit him with the hind. Sure. Yep. That's exactly what he's got to do. <laughs> Uh, then from there, we go to our main event ladder match. James Ellsworth defeated AJ Styles. Ambrose showed up, uh, to help. Oh, I guess we should get into that too. Uh, there, Ambrose was showing up all night. Uh, he fought, like he stressed Shane out to the point where Shane had to leave. Daniel Bryan was kind of joking around. At one point he showed up as the Mountie was nice. Um, Ambrose goes, Oh, you know, I'm the Mountie. And I always get my man. Yeah, he did this whole, like, CSI, took his sunglasses off. He is, like... And they both cracked, which was great. Two weeks away from being fucking ruined. I hate it. This is supposed... Yeah. Like, remember the Shield, Dean Ambrose? He's supposed to be the unhinged, crazy, not-give-a-fuck one? Yep. And now he's a silly guy dressing up in the Mountie. Like, just, it's so I've always bad. said with him, like... Carrying he, pizza, being yeah. the Mountie. He is good at the comedy stuff. He has good comedic timing. But I just want them but to a pick a lane. It goes a long way, man, because like it's getting to the point now where I I don't take him seriously and I don't care about him. If he's gonna be a comedy guy, 
then let him be a comedy guy. Don't have him be serious some weeks where I'm like, hey, this is good. I want more of this. And then have him go back to being comedy guy again. It just, I don't know. Again, I think his best work will be when he eventually becomes heel because we have not seen that yet. And I think he lends himself so good, so well to a he be heel, that natural heel. Like with the hair in his eyes and just being a dick and being unhinged and the yes. crazy wild man showing up wherever. I'm excited for that to happen. Hopefully, I did like him showing soon. up in the hockey gear here. It's the yeah. goon. That was a good, good little touch with the Sens. You get the home crowd pop for the Sens. Yeah, jersey. the Sens jersey. And he threw the gloves off like it was a hockey fight, which was great. I like that. So. Good shit there. I enjoyed that. Um, Love the foot caught in the rope. That was so good. He yeah. did that so well, yeah. too, that I was like, well, how did that happen? I missed it completely. And, yeah, AJ. AJ's a pretty good wrestler. I think it's safe to say that. Yeah, yeah. he's all right. Is he, I think, best worker on the main roster. I would say hands down. Yeah. Only guy maybe that holds a candle to him is, like, Seth Rollins or maybe Owens, but that's kind of different style. Mm-hmm. So... Ellsworth ended up getting his contract there. Uh, there was a no chin music in there. Uh, Styles had his foot caught in the rope, which is classic, kind of all of Shawn Michaels. Um, I, I enjoyed SmackDown for what it was worth this week. It was really fast. Um, started to advance storylines to the next thing, uh, but it did feel like a lot of the repercussions of Survivor Series, but I guess that's what you got to do the week after the pay-per-view. Yeah, I thought uh, SmackDown was a little bit more funny. Like, they weren't as serious. And is it next Survivor week to series. go home already for TLC? Yep. Uh, two weeks, I think. No, I think it's next week. No. No. Uh, next week is only the... During Survivor Series, they were advertising uh, it right. as two weeks away. Might be right. But so that yeah, would still next be like to go home. two more... Okay, yeah, you could be right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Either way. Uh, studs and Duds for SmackDown. Oh, fuck. Who'd you like? Who'd you not like? Give me that uh, sheet. There you go. I thought Kalisto <laughs> was really good on this show. He was edgy, very aggressive. My dad is Dean Ambrose, the way he's being used. My stud is Kalisto. There. I'm done. Boom. Yeah, you're right. It is to ah. go home next week. That's right, Warren. Good. You moron. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm trying to think. Like, Yeah, there's not actually a lot that does happen on this show. All those tag teams are in a match. That was pretty decent. I guess that's a stud. Um, I, you know what else is kind of a stud? What, the idea of the Wyatt family going forward in the tag division. Yeah, uh, that would be my stud as well. I like that it's going to be them and American Alpha because that's kind of a fresh, mat, fresh matchup for American Alpha. And my dud will be... Uh, Shane McMahon being on SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. yeah, not selling. Didn't. Like, Hughes that concussed, he shouldn't have been there. Yeah, didn't like it. It just seemed like a weird, it said, hey, double standard. Conspiracy theories. He is the double standard. Chem Shane McMahon. Good. Uh, Scotty, I forgot to ask you last week, what did you like more, SmackDown or Raw? Last week, I believe I liked SmackDown more. Yeah, what's well, This week, I think I liked Raw more, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to go that way as well. Boris? I don't remember last week, so whatever. But this week, I like Raw better. There's just too much of that James Ellsworth, Ambrose silliness this week. Like, it's fun and lighthearted. But if TLC truly is, like, one more week away, like, in terms of TV, 
They should have tried to build to more of it. Well, and like Raw was just like it was a, it was a really good like for any time of the year it was a really good Raw. Like it felt like the Raw after Mania for just how yeah. much stuff had happened and the excitement in the air. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that you don't want to do a title shot on SmackDown because that pay per view is so close, but felt like you could have done maybe something a little bit more. But anyways, it wasn't it wasn't a bad SmackDown necessarily. I just didn't think it was as good as uh, as others. Okay, uh, let's do NXT, because that'll be super quick. No? Keep doing that, because I don't have it ready to go yet. You, oh, you never yes, played music for NXT, though. No, I meant, like, the NXT. Just kill time. Oh, I'm sorry. But I'm good now. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Uh, Five-star podcast. This was all pre-taped before Survivor Series, or before TakeOver happened. Was this at Full Sail, or was it at? Nope, it was in the arena. At Toronto? Yeah. It was at the, the ACC. Okay. The Six, as the kids say. Why is it called the Six? Is because there's like all those little towns like Mississauga yeah, and the shit? six boroughs are around it, is the thought. Fair enough. Peterborough and all the other boroughs. The Peterborough Peets? It's the only borough that I know. Alex Burroughs. Rich Swan takes on <laughs> Kona Reeves, who's that Samoan guy Ooh. that they've been using a couple He's times. He's like the, the Samoan Hawaiian guy who's just happy to be there. Tall, skinny-looking dude. Yeah, uh, very tall guy. Wears anyways. a puka shell necklace. They. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a good f- heel face. His face makes me want to punch him. So that's good. He's got that going for him already. RBF. This match does not end because Sanity comes out. Oh, Sanity. And uh, uh, it, it was it was a good interruption because why the fuck I'm bad with names today. What the Eric Young. Eric, Eric Young. Young was a little bit over in Canada. It turns out. Yeah, there's a nice EY fans, chant for him. Uh, fans are quite into that. He came out. Uh, they destroyed both of them, kind of. And then, I'm trying to recall this because I was in, yeah. What happened? Did, oh, yeah, they beat the shit out of the I watched No Way today. Jose came back. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And then No Way Jose is all like, hey, you want some of this, man? No. Okay. That's a good No Way Jose. That's exactly what he sounds like. Yeah. I dig that Sanity theme song. Me too. The, it sounds like Primus. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, and then they destroy No Way Jose. I love that Eric Young move with the neck breaker, swinging him into a neck breaker. That's oh, yeah. such a fucking great move. He's a great talent. Yeah. And his voice is just so good. Brando, I don't think I'd ever heard him talk before. Oh, really? Because I think he missed when he made his debut in NXT. So when he started talking, he's like, what? That doesn't. That's not what I thought he was going to sound like at all. Also... That man had like a fishing television show at one point. Yeah, on, like, on the uh, Discovery on Network or, something. or whatever. Yeah, I'm just trying to picture him being like, "Okay, so you need to go get a nice worm hook, and then very quietly throw it into like it just seems so." Need to make sure that you use the proper lure. <laughs> just picturing him on and a then boat. Then ODB shows up and she's like, "Bam! Just Look at that fish drinking beer on a boat in the middle of." The- of Lake, anyways. He sings uh, the anthem for the <laughs> National Predators sometimes throughout the yeah, year. Yeah, he's a big Preds oh, fan. say, can you say? Uh, main event is Ember Moon, Liv Morgan, and Aaliyah taking on Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, and their tag team partner, Daria Baronado. You didn't miss much this week, bud. Who the fuck's Daria Baronado? She is the, the MMA, MMA one. Oh, whatever. Maybe she was okay. Yeah. By the dads early life. She came out in like a. Then Kane singing it with hood. his voice box. <laughs> she came out with like a hood up and he was like warming up. 
MMA As style. As the twilight's last gleam. See, yeah. now you're stealing my gimmick now. You're stealing my joke. I know, but it's funny. I'm getting in on it, bud. Aaliyah was pretty good. Again. She was over. We don't care. Lawrence fucked fuck. right. fuck sucked ass this Lawrence week. committed. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just trying to get Aaliyah over because she's good Canadian, but no, no. Is she Canadian? Yeah, she's from Toronto. Did she look okay? She got a good pop. She had Canada flags all down her tights. Oh, really? People were... Uh, I, I think they popped just more because they said the word Toronto, and they're like, oh, she's from here. She had cool. something about the six that said the six on yeah, the back of her hoodie or whatever. Something dumb. That was like uh, Enzo's um, overalls he was wearing at Survivor Series. Had the Weekends logo on the front, and then it had Drake's new album cover on the inside. Yeah. You're All right. young. You pop for that. I did not pop for that. Neither did I because I'm too old for Drake. Emails. Are next, and, and we have Rockets, Fred Glenn, eight of them, believe it or not. And the, the Bob's bursting is from Jason. <laughs> good day to the hosts so of the Warren, Spanish announce table. Said anything there, I turned your mic down now. Oh, good day on. to the hosts of the Spanish announce table podcast. I wish I had the opportunity to say first time, long time, but that is not the case. I recently subscribed to your program and the recommendation of another podcast. The Miz Podcast. <laughs> How the fuck? Expanding. What? And thoroughly enjoyed your Survivor Series previews. So uh, here, now that the formalities are over, here is my email. Okay, good. This past Sunday, the 2016 Survivor Series took place in the fictional country of Canada with the returning Goldberg defeating the artist formerly known as Brock Lesnar. Seems like the Miz guy got himself a new email address. Now that William Scott <laughs> Goldberg has returned from the Fountain of Youth and, produ- and announced his participation in the Royal Rumble match, where do you see his rerun concluding? Rematch with Brock? Last Man Standing with Roman Reigns? Punjabi prison match with Jinder Mahal? And lastly, okay, well, let's ask, answer that So question. wait, so this is not Miz Guy? Nope, it's Jason Left Hand is his name, oh, okay. which you, you would have heard had you have not been singing obnoxiously. <laughs> Jason Left Hand seems like a fake name. It does seem like a very that fake name. sounds label. made up to me. Uh, amputee Avenger at Outlook.com. Just, <laughs> oh. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to answer it seriously and say, yeah, it's going to go to WrestleMania and Brock gets his win back. and They'll eliminate each other from the Rumble. Yeah, and there'll be some yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, it'll go to Mania. Brock gets the win back. And then uh, Backlash, there'll be a Punjabi prison match with Jinder uh, <laughs> Mahal. And lastly, do you feel when wrestlers return for, quote, unquote, one last ride, it hurts their legacy? Sometimes. It depends who they are and how good they are and why they're doing it. Yeah. I don't think, uh, like, if you look at Sting, I don't think that hurt him at all. I think that he hurt lost Sting. both matches. I don't. Oh, you think that did hurt his career no. or didn't? No, he it had his WrestleMania like he moment. To, felt like he came to... Yeah. That was... When you look back, that's so fucking dumb. Triple H cracks him with a sledgehammer, and then he shakes hand, and he's like, yeah. oh, what a good fair fight we just had. Yeah, I don't Sting's think... like the dumbest baby face of all fucking time. They respect each other as I don't competitors. Like, I don't oh, like... I, you respected me, so you cracked me with a fucking sledgehammer? It's competition. I don't like the way that it was handled at WrestleMania. Yeah, but that hurt Sting. Uh, no. I didn't like it either, but I don't think it hurt Sting. No, I don't think so either. At all. I, I think, think that Rollins uh, match hurt I, him. Put him. I don't like the well, way that yes, that no, it so. ended for him in, in terms of that because he that match was going so well. It was it was a bummer. The man is two and zero on Monday Night Raw. Okay? I don't think so. Goldberg has. <laughs> a, I don't think Goldberg has a legacy. So, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, thank you. Keep up the good work, Jason Left Hand of Missoula, Montana. Missoula. That's M I S S is how it's written here. So. Anyways, next email. This is the one that I was referring to earlier that I never thought that we would see an email from. 
a female. Oh. Cassandra Dixon writes an email in. Hello, Satpod. I've been listening to your podcast for the last several months since Satpod 121. This is now my most preferred wrestling podcast, as all the other ones Twitter recommends are rubbish. Oh. Now that the Cruiserweight League has a new home on 205 Live, would it be impossible that one day WWE has a wrestling show dedicated to women's wrestling? I don't think that's all that far off. And there's been talk of a women's tournament kind of similar to the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. So I don't think that's very far-fetched at all. Seems like a slam-dunk idea. Like such, such an easy thing to do to bring in indie talents that aren't signed. Some that are signed, maybe two, and put them in a tournament. Same exact thing that you did with the cruiserweights, but just have it with ladies. And Renee Young should call the action. Boom. Has she ever done any? She did some NXT, did yeah, she not? Yeah, she used to be an NXT ago? commentator. Any time that they would have women's matches uh, when she was around. It was her, William Regal, and somebody else. Who's and Byron. Name? Might have been Byron, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on if this were to happen, that women's tag team belts are introduced? Good for the division or oversaturating the product with too many titles and show to follow along with. Cheerio, Cassandra. I think Cassandra is probably from the United Kingdom, given her vernacular. That's what I'm thinking, too. Uh, women's tag belts on this women's only show? Uh, I think just in general is what she's saying. Like, uh, in, if they were handled right, mm-hmm. I think it would be okay. And if you're gonna, you're gonna need a lot more depth. Like if you're gonna sign a bunch that's, of these ladies, that's just it. Right now, the way that the no. ladies are split, I don't think there is enough depth. Yeah. But if it was, if they were all on one show again, like it was before the split, mm-hmm. I think women's tag belts could work. Yeah, sure. Why not? Also, uh, Cassandra, I apologize for every time that we talk about how large a woman's breasts are, because I'm sure that offends you in some level. So. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw uh, that email sure. earlier today. I'm like, Uh-oh. oh, God, we talk so badly about the women. I don't think the... we do it no, in don't. a disrespectful way. But sometimes it's... Maybe it's I'm wrong. If, if I'm wrong, then I apologize. All right, we're going to do Miz Guys now. Uh, subject line... You're not saving it for the main event of the emails? Bros and hoes. Oh, God. Bros, hello. It's me, Miz Guy. I hope we follow up the apology for women with... Bros and hoes in the next email. I didn't say it. It was Ms. Guy. More in quotes. (laughs) Uh, Coming back to you on the heels of an awesome weekend for our sport. At the request of Uncle Brando, I did bring a sign to the Survivor Series event, but it was confiscated by the usher of the ACC for an inappropriate reasonings. Unbeknownst to me, other guests may find... Okay, okay. Unbeknownst to me, other guests may find, quote, fuck Scotty, hashtag the Mizcast as offensive. <laughs> uh, but the highlights were the Mizcast street team did distribute all 200 flyers for the podcast outside the event. Choke on that, Jehovah Witness. Yay, yeah, Jehovah Witness. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, this is my thoughts on the night overall. The new Cesaro section, fuck Scotty. <laughs> and the impending... Future of wrestling. Uh, you are. <laughs> the impending future? You are, as you are aware, A space W E A R, Mike Brackets Mizanin was successful in defeating Sami Zayn. Thank you for clarifying. The generic hose will say Sami deserved to win, and against any other fighter, he does. And of course, my child. I see what you did there, generic hose. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, and of course, my childhood hero, Goldberg, oh. returned. Looking much power against a gelatinous Brock Lesnar. That is calling us hosers. It's been debated that Brock Lesnar, through this contest, 
to give Grayish Goldberg a falsified sense of belief in order so he can smash him in the trilogy match. I do not believe this as time away from the sport has given Goldberg a chance to grow as an athlete. I do have questions, and here they are. Okay. Miz, Goldberg, Braun Strowman, and Connor are my favorites to win the Rumble. <laughs> Two months out, who are your Connor favorites? Connor the Ascension? To win the Rumble. <laughs> who? Miz, Strowman? Miz, Goldberg, Strowman, and Connor. <laughs> Connor. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. You know what? I wouldn't put it past fucking WWE to have fucking Roman win the damn thing. I would like Bray Wyatt. I'm going to throw that out there. Hmm. Uh, as far as in the past, they said whoever wins challenges for the title of the show that they're affiliated with. They're not doing the decision style that they used to do. Uh, it's if you're on SmackDown and you win the Rumble, you get the SmackDown title is what happens. Rollins, maybe? I don't know. I'll, I'll throw yeah. Seth Rollins' name out there. Depending I mean, on... if Finn Balor's healthy and back early enough, that'd be a cool thing to do, too. Get him back on track with where he was supposed to be with that universal title. Because, but... yeah, we got to figure who's going to have the belts at that time as well. Oh, that's the other thing. Finn Balor returned. Do you guys see that? At an ICW event? I read about it. I didn't see it. He, he yeah, I knew he was attacked. advertised for that. Did, Did he... he do any business? He came out and he helped attacked, out, uh... Uh, what's his name? McIntyre. Yeah. Huh. And then... It left. He was wearing a ICW shirt and everything. It was weird. I don't know why that happens. I know that originally he was just booked to do like an appearance. Yeah, but he was I didn't advertised. Know he, physical. he was advertised to be there. But yeah, WWE was just like, yeah, if you're going to be in it. Ireland for your time off, you might as well do something. Uh, thank you, Satpot, for everything I know. I like to talk shit, but this is all part of lifestyle of the Miz guy off the record. Whoops, wasn't supposed to read that. Salute, MG. There you go. God bless you, Ms. Guy. Next email from Novapunk. Subject line, Styles. What are you guys' thoughts on Chikara saying the also will, they also will not be working with Joey Styles due to his comments that got him fired from Evolve? Seems like a lot of people who are close to Joey in the wrestling biz are defending his name, Mickey James and Don Marie, among others. Just wanted to know your guys' take on it. Thanks. Nova. Sounds like a question for Boris. Um, well, the way I understand it, Flow Slam weren't happy about it, and Flow Slam have put a lot of money into uh, WWN and Evolve. I can't say, like I'll tell you guys off the air how much, but a lot. Um, so I think that's why, and I guess, you know, Chikara just kind of following the lead, the kind of thing like if one of them does it, kind of all of them have to do it which I don't really agree with. I think it's just much ado about nothing. I haven't heard the like heard the actual, like I've read what he said, but I haven't actually seen it. It was a Trump comment, right? Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, I don't know. It's The whole thing seems silly to me. Uh, you may never see it because unless someone puts up a fan video from the crowd. Because they, they've Because Evolve right? was like, just cut it right from the, uh, the replay. Dave Sapolsky was like, yep, nope, not doing that. I don't know. I hope things work out for Joey. He's a good commentator. He's doing something weird on his Twitter, too. Like, he unfollowed everyone and was asking people how to delete all tweets at once. I don't know if he's doing, like, a Ryback gimmick or what oh, the fuck he's doing. Tweet and delete. He's doing some weird things. Next email is from the man, the myth, the legend, Greg Shigiyoshi. Oh! Hello, gents. Greg Scrapalashi. 
Because of this pod and my renewed interest in the WWE, I find that I have added a lot of themes to my workout slash pump-up playlists. Bobby Roode, Finn, even Nia Jax, because her theme song is not like most. Which got me thinking, do you guys have any unconventional pump-up songs? I have two that come to mind immediately. Hold On by Wilson Phillips and <laughs> Wake Me Up Before You Go by Wham. Oh, Both songs get me pumped up, even though they are not what some would consider a traditional-style pump-up song. Awesome, as always, listening to you guys. Greg Shigeyoshi. Weird pump-up songs. Anybody got one? Shigs, we got to have a talk. <laughs> hmm. I don't have any unconventional pump-up songs. I... I'm trying to think of, like, I'm sure I've had one, two... I, I've, I've always listened to wrestling themes to get me pumped up, though. Like, yeah, like actually, football games or hockey I was or at the uh, the Oilers game against Chicago on Monday night, and when the Oilers won, they played Sami Zayn's theme. Did they really? Yeah, and I like popped cool. really excited. I'm wearing a Chicago jacket. This guy's like, "Your team lost." I'm like, "But wrestling, wrestling theme though." <laughs> My alarm that wakes me up every morning yeah. is Kevin Owens theme. Uh, yeah, okay, here's a good one. Ah, fuck, what was that song called? Give me a sec. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this is a bad one. In uh, when I don't remember what year this was, but there was one song that I really, really liked that I kind of was like my, my, uh, my little secret. Didn't tell anyone that I like guilty it. pleasure. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Fireflies by Owl City. Hmm. Remember that song? I don't know what that is. I do. May not believe your eyes. A million fireflies. Fuck, if we weren't going out to Mickey James already, we'd probably be going You can to switch it. It's your show. Oh, no. No, no. No, man. It's hardcore country. Or the land of the free. We didn't even, like, he's Canadian, and he would be singing the American anthem. I didn't even consider that. And the hope. Unless they bring him in for Canadian teams, maybe. Nah. Then he only sings the Canadian Canadian teams anthem. actually get people. Like, Predators are like... We got a wrestler. Maybe that'll bring some people in. Rusev's a big fan. He goes to the Preds games all the time, too. Oh, really? He lives in Nashville, so he's together all the time. Good old Rusev. He should have a vlog where he's just Rusev living in Nashville day-to-day life. Talking about hockey, like a hockey vlog? Yeah. (laughs) Rusev here. I think they need to trade P.K. Subban. (laughs) That was offside. I crush you. (laughs) Moscow. (laughs) Uh, Next email is from... Gizmo, subject line, small rant, and big question. Ooh. What's up, Satpod? I heard Big Bad Boris is going to be there tonight. I typically love when Boris is on while listening to old episodes. I noticed something Boris does every time he's on that annoys me greatly. Oh. He says he hates fans. He, or sorry, he says he hates when fans are too inside. But on every episode, he states how he has an awesome story about so-and-so, but he can only tell the guys off air. <laughs> what have Call I ever the- said I hate when fans are too inside? I've never said that. You've been like, I feel like everyone's a little too inside baseball on this I right don't now. like the term. No, <laughs> what I'm... Okay, this guy's misunderstanding. I, think, I don't yeah. like yeah. the term inside baseball. I think it's stupid. I think there's been times where you've been like... I, I actually think that there was a time once where you did say... like We were all talking about like the backstage politics or something, and you're like... Can't we all just enjoy wrestling? Like, feels like everyone's too on the inside now. That doesn't sound like something I would say. I it it rings a bell, but he I wouldn't said be it on able the pod. to. I got a photographic memory. It might have been. And it's funny he said that because I just said though. something that I can't yes. tell you like yeah. two minutes ago. Well, no, it's just because I know people, and there's things that I'm not allowed to 
say publicly. Yes, there's news. It's not not allowed. I just I don't want to get anybody in any trouble. Uh, it says if he really can't tell the story in the pod, why not keep it to himself until you guys finish? Boris, I love when you're on the pod. Please stop making me think of you in the same way I think of Camp WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, sorry for the rant. My question is, how did you guys all meet and become friends? Weird question, but usually answer my wrestling-related questions. Uh, but you usually answer any wrestling-related questions I think of while listening to the pod. Love your podcast. I always look forward to it. Gizmo. Well, let's let's break out a chair here. Uh, no, it was it well, we started in college. Story was, time with Warren Barris, baby. I was going to Nate at the uh, RTA Radio Television Arts Program to study to be a radio broadcaster. Uh, and whatever happened with that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it didn't turn out very well for me, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Pipe dream. Uh, um, but we, uh, I, we, as part of the school. Because we have a radio station in school that is on, it doesn't have any actual radio airwaves. It's only streamed online. And then played throughout the like the West Wing. Right. So we uh, we, we could do these after hours shows. And I had a couple. I had one with the Mad Eads that we called The Rock, which was absolutely atrocious. Uh, and then I started one week. I, th- I was trying to remember. I don't think... I think I started by myself. I think the first time I ever did it ever was one week when Matt Eads couldn't show up and I went in and just did a wrestling show by yeah. myself. And it was probably the worst thing to have ever happened on any streaming or radio or anything ever. Not I remember just being that... so nervous doing that and like shitting my pants. Even like when, when I went home, my dad, who had been listening, give him credit. The old man supported me in my time of need. He, he sat me down and he's like, you know... You sounded like you were about to shit your pants, and I don't know what that was. Were you nervous? And I'm like, yeah, I was nervous. It was all by myself. But uh, yes, and then a mutual friend had heard that, and then I was doing uh, just like a video game, comic books, movies, whatever show that still is on NR92 called Nerd It Up. So I was a host on that for like two seasons. And he sent me a text one day being like, hey, you're getting back into wrestling. Would you be down to do a wrestling show with this guy named Warren? And I was like, um, yeah, I guess so, because I did want to talk about wrestling more, like, just with more people, especially adult fans. I didn't want to, like, be that creeper at Toys R Us who's like, so you like the John Cena figure, huh? <laughs> so, like, some kid. <laughs> I don't know so, why anyone would ever do that, but okay. So, <laughs> I see you looking at that Rey Mysterio uh, figure, Junior. Yeah. Ooh, Sin Cara, huh? <laughs> You know he's really Hunico. All right, anyway. So um, I took the chance and was like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll do a show with him. And then somehow me and Warren were just really friendly towards each other. And it, was, we're like, it was weird because we had never met outside of the first time that we came in to do a show, you and I. Like, we just we talked for a bit beforehand and because I knew that you had been on the station before, so I didn't really have to, like, coach you through anything. Yeah. It was just kind of a, like, let's talk about wrestling and... Thus, the Spanish announce table was born. Uh, Brando came in eventually because I eventually influenced him into back into watching wrestling because when we first uh, met, which was through school, well, that's not even true. We met in college primarily, but he actually coached one of my hockey teams when I was like 16. Wait, Brando uh, was your coach? He was a he was an assistant coach of my tier eight hockey team. You were tier A? Eight. Oh. <laughs> And, uh, yes, I was tier A, Scotty. Like, dude, 
Hell use of a defenseman. Your, use your, I'm not a defenseman. We've talked about this you, several times. You look like you'd be a great I shutdown can't man. I skate backwards worth shit. You'd be a great shutdown man. You just play the body. So, Brando, I saw him first day of school, and I'm like, boom, I know somebody here. That's my boy. And then we were friends. And that's kind of how that happened. And, and now then he came together. on the Spanish announce table as like our fact checker. And he would just sit in like our little newsroom and look shit up anytime that we would say, I don't know. And then he would kind of help us out that way. And then we stopped once I stopped school for a bit. Then we started the podcast realm on December 19th, 2013. And then uh, somewhere down the line, we got an email and private message from some jackass named Boris. And that's kind of how Boris came into the, into the picture. You were very supportive of I us, don't remember even in who, our early days. I which, don't remember who turned me on to it, though. We were shitty. Because, like, we have all, like, mutual friends, like Andy and... Right, but even, like, when we started doing the podcast, I don't think I had no, met I think, Andy No, you know yet. what I think it was? I think it was you guys went to PWA and were talking about PWA, and that's when I started listening to hear what you guys were saying about PWA. Ah, that might be it. And you were just making sure that we weren't shit-talking? No, I just whenever <laughs> anybody talks about PWA, I like to know what they say. But I remember, yeah, it, even early on that you had messaged us and said... Uh, I love what you guys are doing. You guys are really good, even though we were not good back then. Not to say that we're that saying, good now. But. I don't remember saying you guys are really good. <laughs> okay, well, you said you enjoyed what we were doing, and that was That's something true. That you had done in the past and that you yes. would like to do and would like to be a part of it and would start it off with the monthly phone call that we would do where I would record a phone call with oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we had the whole pre-produced intro, and then eventually it became a at least monthly appearance, now more often because it's tough to find to make our schedules work, but you've become quite the part of this podcast, Boris. Yeah, I'm getting. I got I one tear going down. Like, wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, that's nice. I had twice this year. People ask me like, "So how do you know Warren and Boris and all those guys?" And it was funny when I had to explain. I was like, "So Boris is like a grown man. I've gone over. <laughs> I was. I think I was like talking to a grown man, not completely. A grown, I think I was but explaining like someone man. how I was like, yeah. Then there's like Wrestle Kingdom in January." And it's the middle of the week, and we stay up really late to watch it because of the Japan time difference. And I go over to Boris's house, and they're like, who's Boris? And I'm like, oh, he's this, like, middle-aged man with a family. <laughs> well, no, but he's just like, he's a grown-ass man with a family and, like, a house. And, like, I come over there and get drunk, and then his wife leaves. <laughs> Thanks, Chantel, that's, for letting that's him. That's pretty accurate, actually. Um, yeah, he's never been there. We didn't hey, do that. Remember, what? We gotta give Chantel a shout out. Yes, yeah. Because she let you come here instead of doing what? We were uh, gonna go to IKEA to get her a new leg for her table, well, but you guys put out the Boris signal. You're welcome. IKEA is the worst. And uh, I, I said, hey, Sadpod needs me. She's like, go Sadpod. You can go to IKEA I like tomorrow. Her. She's so. a keeper. She is a keeper. Thanks, Chantel. Oh, and I Cupcakes. have bad news about Wrestle Kingdom this year. We can't do it. I will be in Mexico. Motherfucker. Now I'm watching it via nefarious means. You can watch it with Colton Kelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Heat. Got hot in here. Uh, my favorite insults are the Scotty insults where he's not even trying to do yeah. an insult. Like, oh, that Boris is a middle-aged man. He's a middle-aged <laughs> man. Uh, I just talk shit so freely. <laughs> he's a middle-aged man with like a family and shit. Oh, I think I that's it. good, though. I like to be Scotty's a Scotty's a pothead loser that I know. <laughs> he works at a dead-end liquor store. <laughs> where is that liquor store, by the way? Because okay. I, I was oh, trying yeah, to tell them. Keep going to White I was at White Ave this morning, postering. And um, it's like closer to like Bonnie Dune than like it's still on White Ave. Oh, is it way down? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It's past oh. Mill Creek Bridge. It's oh. right next to the Valley Village. Oh, wait. Okay. That's why. I... There's a Snap Fitness connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Come in. 
Give you're, gonna, uh, you're gonna supply the liquor for us for our end of the year show that we're probably gonna be. Doing yeah, I probably will. That'll probably I don't be mean my you Christmas buy gift. It, but I mean, like, because you get a discount of some sort, right? Yeah, man. So if we're gonna buy a bunch of alcohol, we might as well buy it through you. And you yeah, exactly. And I'm gonna do. I think we're gonna do bl- um, WWE blind boxes again. Do you still have that Daniel Bryan? The, the little. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I think what I'm gonna do is like, especially if we can get Boris in too, I'm gonna get everybody one. Yeah, just a little to, fun uh, thing. We gotta really nail down our plans for that too. That's yeah. coming up. Extravaganza. You guys ever drink out of your WrestleMania glasses I brought you? I drink yeah, out of it all the time. Thinking about that the when other I day. When I moved out, I made sure I took it. Brando uh And I thought to myself, I didn't get myself one of those things. <laughs> Brand I don't I think Brando's is still at his mom's house because he picked mine up one time last week and he's like, This is mine, right? I'm like, No, 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 no. That one's mine. So his is somewhere at his mother's house. But I use mine all the time. Sweet. All the time. I use it whenever I watch wrestling. Generally, people will be like, why don't you just get a real glass? I'm like, because this one is sentimental value to me. I don't care. It's plastic <laughs> and lights up. All right. Next Does email. Does it light up? I have a light up bottom for it from another glass when I was a from child. like a rad. Yeah. Oh, from when you were a child. I thought you were mean like one of those, like the bud yeah. things that you have. No. Yeah. Oh, I have those too. But it was red glasses. What child? What cup did you have from a child that had a light on it? It just like you tap the button. Bottom. It's like for a Christmas huh. cup. It just lights up green and red. But how does it attach to your... WrestleMania cup. It's the exact same uh, size of a bottom. You just kind of like you know the bottom has that it. little hollow part. Mm-hmm. You can put a light in there. It fits the exact same style of plastic cup I had when I was a kid. Interesting. We're learning so much. Look at that. Scotty is such a creative person. I know. It's like MacGyver. I, was I like the MacGyver. All right. Next email is from Ty. Tyloneline. Eat, sleep, spear, repeat. Boys, how the fuck are you? Pandemonastic. By this point in the show, I don't want to be beating a dead horse, but I'm just going to give you my thoughts on Goldberg versus Brock. Excuse me. I felt the WWE stayed true to the Goldberg character, that in which is about squash matches, not losing, and short matches. The Bookers accomplished giving Goldberg back his aura of invis- invisibility. I don't think that. Invincibility. Is I could still see him. Uh, <laughs> against the man who, if he had to be summed up in one word, destroyer. So now after having time to digest this, you have to sit and think that creative is onto something, and they did this right. I also feel that the added pinch of realism and shock to the outcome that can be comparable to boxing or MMA when there is an upset victory or a flash knockout, something no one would pre- would have predicted, and if pro wrestling is an imitation of boxing slash UFC, then this match was the best imitation. What not to the, mention storyline wise. Pro wrestling is not you know an imitation of boxing or UFC. It's an art form. It is a hundred percent. No, no. Boxing came first. No, it didn't. Wrestling came first. I don't know about that. Greco and Roman wrestling and like the Olympics. Yeah, the, the like Greco, the, the Greco and Roman the Bible war. Greco, Scotty, did you just call it Greco? The Greco yeah, and Roman. Greco and Roman wrestling. I did the Greco. It's called. I did the Greco and Roman back in college. Um, Freestyle Greco and Roman. Roman Reigns. <laughs> now. Oh my God, Greco and Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, like I love that. it. Just a few questions I want your opinion on. How would Sad you Pot book t-shirt number 4357. <laughs> a successful Rusev face turn. Uh, the dirt sheets are ramping up that this is expected to happen in the new year. Um, Rusev's already a face tie. Don't you I listen know, to the just, show? He just joins, like, he's like, I like America. That's. That has to be a reason why he likes America, though. His wife, Kurt Angle, convinces him. <laughs> That's how. 
His wife leaves but him in kayfabe. Kurt Angle came out on The Undertaker's gear last week yeah. with the hat pulled really low down. And everything's Kurt Angle. Everything is Kurt Angle um, on Sapphire. It would be cool if, like, uh, when James Ellsworth was holding on to Braun Strowman's legs and he pulled him out and it was Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle came out. Uh, yeah, how do we turn Rusev face? What's a good way to do that? Lana leaves him. But then they're split. For another heel. Lana leaves and just like leaves her. WWE. Okay, if that's what you're going to do, sure. But I don't like her with anyone else. Okay. If it's going to be anything, it should be with him, I think. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to turn Foreigner's face without them being a comedic, like, I'm trying to remember Fentino. how they did it with Nikita Koloff a million years ago. I don't know. That's that's a very tough question. I guess we'll just have to sit back and find out. Maybe he gives somebody a puppy, and he's like, "Look, it's a dog Ziggler." Okay, you. That is your favorite thing of all time, isn't that's it? That's the best. <laughs> it's it's like other cold fish. I've, I've Lana. Never, I've never seen a simpler thing amuse you more than that. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing, and you just love it. I don't know. I laughed a lot at Goldberg's kid taking off his shirt. That was. I laughed for probably ten minutes. I don't know why. Yeah, why he take it off? He's a fat little kid too. I know. And then at one point he goes to cross his arms, and then he puts his hands there. He's like, he says to his dad, he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands, dad. He's probably embarrassed. He's like, why the fuck am I not wearing a shirt? He's like, I regret to take off my shirt. I wonder if that's biologically his kid. I don't know. Or if that's like a step kid. It's not even his real I've already dad. given this way too much thought. You're not even my real dad, <laughs> Goldberg. Who gives a fuck? Uh, he says, I know we are already <laughs> getting close to a point of there being too many titles on the main product, but with the Dana Charlotte and the expected Sasha Nia Jax pairing, as well as the seeds planted this week for a Cedric Alexander-Alicia Fox pairing. When did that happen? Uh, would you rather what? see women's tag titles or mixed tag titles? How would Cedric Alexander and Alicia Fox win the women's tag team titles? It says women's or mixed tag titles. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Okay, what um, was the question? Yeah, how did this happen? Explain. You saw this? Yeah, they had like a little like running on the pre-show. Oh. They're just like hanging out together. On Raw pre-show or on the Survivor Series? Raw pre-show. Hmm. Nobody watches like, Raw never pre-show. Watches. No, yeah, so that's why I wondered. Um, you guys know I watch Talking Smack every week. I need better stuff to do with my time. I tried once, and I almost shot myself still do that next week when 205 happens, and then you have to wait for smack talking smack. I watch everything after it airs anyways nowadays. Uh, yeah, we already talked about the women's tag titles. Um, mixed tag titles? Is there something there, you think? I don't really. Not in WWE. No. WWE does not like Seems that like intergender. You're going to have to force too many people to pair up that way, too, and it's, it doesn't There's happen There's not enough natural and, pairings, yeah. unless Rusev and Lana were a team. But if you get the depth, like we said earlier, women's tag titles, not necessarily the worst thing. Uh, cheers, boys. Looking forward to my first PWA show this weekend. Hope I see you guys around. Grizz4327 on Twitter. Look at that. That's Ty's first one. We got him. We're going to hook him in. He's going to be there and be like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is uh, going to be a good one to go to. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, last email is from Cody. Subject line, fuck this. So WWE realized the Bill Goldberg machine was still making money, so these dummies had him go over in the most dominant wrestler of the past decade. Who do we see wrestle in the WWE first? Brooke Hogan or Noel Foley? Noel Foley. What was the question? Sorry, I'm... 
Phasing out here. Brooke Hogan or Noel Foley? Who wrestles first in the WWE? Oh, God. Noel neither. Foley. I'm going to say neither. Uh, yeah, and maybe neither. Brooke yeah, Hogan pre- was terrible. Pre- preferably <laughs> neither. Uh, am I the only one thirsty for a KO Rusev feud? K by. Uh, no, I think KO Rusev would be great, especially once they flip him face. Yeah, I guess if you turn. Yeah, maybe that'd be the way you could turn him. And then he's just pro America and being like, you stupid Canadian. French Canadian. <laughs> Go eat some poutine. Get out of here, you Frenchie. Say it right. Oh, yeah, and just for the record, not every fucking Canadian likes Tim Hortons. Okay, that's enough of that, too. I mean, I don't like Tim Hortons coffee, but I do enjoy their bagels. Is that what you had with peanut butter today? No, no, I had my own bagels. Is that a homemade bagel? I like bagels. I'm a big bagel guy. You say bagel or bagel? It's another T-shirt. I'm a bagel guy. I'm a bagel guy? I'd buy that. Sure. Who says bagel? No one says bagel. I don't know. Who says garlic? Bagel? Bagel or bagel? I'll have a bagel with cream cheese. Yeah, one bagel with cream cheese, please. That's weird. Do you not like Tim Hortons, Boris? Well, I don't drink coffee, period. Me neither. So, but like, I don't revolve my life around Tim Hortons. I like, like their ice cap. They got, eh, they got a nice ice cap there. Yeah. I, I like Tim Hortons a, for the most part. It's like a pride thing. We all know that that's our thing. I'm and... not proud of Tim Hortons. Yeah, that's our thing. It's, it's not my thing. Tim Hortons. That's Tim Hortons our, is a Canadian gem. That's our claim to fame. Them and Rush. You know, Warren Barris. That's all we got. Is a Canadian gem. Well, that, there's that too. A valid point yet again. All right, that's email. Sapot316 at yahoo.com is how you can send an email just like those fine people. I love when we get lots of emails. Me too. Emails Thanks are the funnest it. part of the show. We got some new emailers in. Yeah. Gizmo was back. I like Gizmo a lot. Cassandra made her debut. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Fucking Miz guy was in there. Keep him coming. That was a good Miz guy email. Last week, eh, not so much. This week, he had some funny lines. Yeah. Also, we have a new branch of the Miz guy. Miz guy was in there twice. Another, it's going to be like the four faces of oh, Miz guy. Oh, the left handy? Yeah. It's going to be so bad if this left hand guy is on Twitter later, and he's just like some normal dude, and he's like, hey, I'm not that guy. If he legitimately heard about us through the Miz cast, then I don't even know what to think of the world anymore. That is something else. But anyways, listen to the Mizcast, I guess. <laughs> oh, we're plugging the Mizcast? <laughs> All the pods to plug. Whew. It's fucking charisma on wheels, ladies and gentlemen. It that. wasn't bad that first one. He sings his own. <laughs> it's uh, it just rem- <laughs> he, he was ripping off me and Boris uh, with the Harvin Gerv. Was he? Yeah, man. Sing it, Warren. And by oh word, I mean Boris. my God, that's twice you've done that. Harvan Gerv. Dynamite. <laughs> Harvan Gerv. <laughs> right. You bit our shit, if anything. Imitation is the best form of flattery, Scotty. Take, that's a, take it as a compliment. That'd be my advice to you. This guy. He's an impressionable young fella. And you're molding him into the human being that we all want him to be. That's true. One day he'll live up to be a real Scott Box 64. He always calls you Scotty Box 64. Scotty Box 69, he calls me. All oh, right. Those pictures that he put up, they were pretty good. With, yeah, oh, they the, were. Me I Bray Wyatt. You know what? Brando is Taz is a great pick. I <laughs> love that pick. That's such a, like, spot on. It's him with me as the Miz is actually, like, a decent right. pick, Which too. one was I? I forget. I don't remember who you were. Probably some old piece of shit. Who I gotta know that now because I'll it'll bother me. Go back and find out. We'll kill time. Did he tweet at Sapod though? Or was I think it... he tweeted it at all of us. 
I'll just go to his. And that's what I'll do. The Miz Cast on Twitter is in case you want to follow. He's got 18. That's 1,800 followers. And he's got a lot of followers. He's uh, he's he's a man with power. He's got impressions. A lot of Shut money, up. too. Oh, right. <laughs> Eugene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Boris was Eugene. I was Eugene. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. That's not bad. Nick Dinsmore is, uh, is a good worker. Okay. Hell of a gimmick. Enough of this podcast. You know what? For all the things we had to do, we are uh, only at two hours and 20 minutes, which is just under what we usually do, two and a half. So we did it. We did it. Living large. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. Uh, You want to talk about a little PWA one last time? Because there's still tickets available, right? Saturday night at the Northgate Lions Center in Edmonton, Alberta is our last Live event of 2016. It is PWA Christmas Slam. I believe the last day you can get advanced tickets is Friday. There will be a handful at the door. Not too, too many from what I understand. Main event is going to be Cody Rhodes appearing, taking on Michael Richard Blaze. Uh, this one's going to be something special. going to be a lot of fun. So stoked. PWA title on the on the line. Marky will be taking on Brett Morgan. Uh... Sean Moore and Alexander Prime taking on Team Hall of Fame for the PWA Tag Team titles. The PWA Commonwealth title, Fabian Rivero, will be defending it against a newcomer from Australia whose name escapes me. I uh, Making his debut. What else is going on? There is a six-man tag team match. All three Millennial Rebels taking on Ooh. Aiden Adams, Frenetico, and a partner that they have chosen that they have not revealed that will be apparently revealed the night of the live event. My money says Sabu. Dog Poo Sabu. <laughs> that joke made it into New Blood Rising's ECW pod run right now. Did there it? you go. Taking over the world. Thank God. Uh, all that and more. Plus, the covers came in today. So the new PWA DVD, the best of 2016, volume two, will be on sale in limited qu- quantities at Christmas Slam, featuring the match between... Michael Richard Blaze and Marky from Fright Night. What a great match. Mr. Barris, would you like to speak on the virtues of this match? They they beat the shit out of each other. That's like the only thing that I can say, really. It's a, it's a really, really good match. Uh, the honor was all mine. I had the privilege of calling that match alongside of you. As of now, that's probably PWA match of the year, I would say. As of now, but something tells me that we might have a contender to... Uh, Take them on this coming week. So, yes, come join us. Finish off the year. It's going to be a fun, <clears throat> pardon me, going to be a fun night. I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully uh, we see everybody there. Ty Loney, if you're there, come say hi. Uh, if uh, if you are from the States or not from Edmonton and are listening to this and would like a PWA DVD and there's some left after Saturday. Tweet me. Uh, yeah, get, get in contact with us, and we'll figure something out for you because you should be seeing this stuff. Good stuff. There's a good chance that there's some guys on there that you might see go on to do some big things. In the future. Christmas is right around the corner. What makes a great gift or stocking stuffer than a PWA DVD? Goddamn right. The gift of PWA. And do uh, does the SadPod not have t-shirts, Mr. We Scotty Box 69? We them. Well, available at whatamaneuver.net. Buy your grandma a SadPod t-shirt. How's that for transition? Pretty good, hey? We yeah, plug you, you plug us right back. I'll plug you like no one's business. It's like the reach around. There you go. Gonna, we gotta get that other one up there too. The reach around? No, <laughs> the t-shirt. You... That's what the shirt says on it. Until next time. Oh my.
Nice. Give him the reach around. Until next time, keep on giving. All right. Well, we're going to listen to some Mickey James country music. It's called Hardcore Country. Hard. So, why'd you stop? Uh, I don't want to do it again. Some weird hesitation there. I thought Boris was going to do it with me, but he didn't. You are so content. Like, you just need other people to do stuff. I do. You. And the home <laughs> of the brain. Hey, other people don't do the joke. You guys sandbag me sometimes. And there's like second of silence on the pod. What is in your mouth? Halls. I'm Are you getting, sick? I'm just getting over. Oh, being if sick. you get me sick, I swear to fuck, I will. I hope you. I didn't get Brando sick from last week, actually, because he had to be in this box with it's me. It's true, he did. What if uh, Eric Young sang Mickey James theme song? Hardcore country. Paired no, they weren't paired up. It was him and ODB in TNA, right? Yeah. And then James Storm tied Mickey James to the railroad tracks. He did not tie her to the railroad tracks. He threw her in front of a train or something. I forget. She died either way. What is this? An old time silent movie? They'll never get to me when I killed Mickey James. Okay, we need to end this pod. It's Sat Pod. At Sat Pod is the Shouldn't have said we were 20 minutes under time. Now we're. Yeah, let me kill time for you, Let's push time in front of a train. Paris is my Twitter. I'm at ScottBox64. Are you going to plug Brando? Uh, at Brando1990. Give him the reach around. Sure. <laughs> I am at BB Boris, at PW Wrestling CA, is PW on Twitter, PW Wrestling.ca on the internet. Uh, check us out on YouTube. There's lots of good stuff. Yeah, some and, good videos uh, up there. Good matches. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see people from all over the world on Saturday. I am excited. Don't you dare miss it. Are you coming? <laughs> Scotty's going to bring a girl. I don't know if I'm going to be there because my shift might not get taken. You want me to talk to him? I'll go in that place and stunner some people. That's right, people? Yeah. Maybe I'll just get fake robbed or something and say I, I didn't make it to work. <laughs> fake robbed. Just don't ro- say that when you call it. I got fake robbed. <laughs> I got fake robbed, man. They took everything. But they... <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, enjoy the Mickey James. Scotty, take us out of here. All right. Until next time, guys, keep on laughing at Goldberg's kid taking his shirt off. Hey, hey, can't you see? I'm a rockin' southern girl, running wild and free. Hey, I'm walking through the door. High class style, country to the core. I'm not the kind of girl that ever gives up If anybody tries to bring me down They'll be picking themselves up off the ground Cause my rhinestone blue Casey boots Will kick your ass back to its roots Backwoods or uptown Rocking your world with a thrill-filling sound Heels and stones Could be a bad dream or your fantasy Try to bring me 
your white trash level and you find yourself dancing with the devil. <laughs> 